for the last ever time, this is what's coming up on the Straight Talking Mental Health Podcast. It kind of makes it difficult as well to let go of a podcast when people are saying, no, I need this, mm-hmm. you know, I rely on this. Yeah, and as well as that, it's a knock-on effect as well. It's the lives that have been changed here that change lives elsewhere as well. It's the relationships that have ended, that have been toxic. It's relationships that have been saved. Mm-hmm. Um, it's people raising their kids a little bit better, being a bit more conscious of it. I'll never forget how you handled people who have uh, made suicide attempts, um, you know, people who've lost loved ones. You know, your ability to handle them was just, it was mind-blowing. No, I'm very, very proud of it. And I'm proud of the impact it had on listeners who got in touch. I'm, I'm proud of the impact it had on, on us as well. You know what I mean? The, as I was saying to you earlier, the amount of things that have stemmed from it is just, is mind-blowing. Listen to this podcast on the day that it goes out. It's the 125th episode of the 25th, the last ever episode of the Straight Talking Mental Health Podcast. As I have said many times before me, as my podcast co-hosts have said many times before me, as they introduce themselves, as I introduce myself for the last ever time, my name is Alan Clark. I'm a psychotherapist with a degree in counseling and psychotherapy and a master's in child and adolescent psychotherapy. You are listening to the last ever episode of the Straight Talk on Mental Health Podcast, the podcast that did exactly that. We straight talked mental health. I'm going to finish as I started with my old co-host, my old rapping buddy, my old buddy, my old co-founder, Mr. Peter Dunn. You can now hear him every morning as the breakfast show presenter on Midlands 103 with my other former co-host, Cameron. Cameron is the deputy head of news on the channel and... Peter is the breakfast show host, so you can listen to the lads every morning. If you're on well, if you're on the web, you can tune into the website. I'd imagine it's Midlands 103, just search that you find them, or you can find them on Midlands 103 on your FM dial, blah blah blah, wherever you get your radio stations these days. We're wrapping up. As I announced last week, this is the last episode of the show. It is the 125th. I've been hosting many of them on my own. I've been hosting many of them with former co-hosts. The podcast transitioned an awful lot as it went along. Peter stuck around for 50 episodes, popped back in here and there. Uh, we had Emer who jumped on as a little kind of co-host guest every now and again. Then we had Michelle Maguire from Vets Best Ireland. She jumped on for a couple of episodes to fill in. Cameron Clark, my eldest son, he jumped in for a little while. And then uh, my ex-partner, uh, Ashling, jumped in to help on the co-host duties. The podcast for me has always been about the co-host. It's always been about the banter. It's always been about having the crack as we straight talk mental health. And as I do that on my own, the crack is no more. <laughs> I've put the crack down. As I said last week, when the fun stops, stop. So I am stopping. The podcast has been an awful lot of work over the years, particularly more recently when it's just been myself. An awful lot of time and an awful lot of money has gone into the into the podcast and it's just something that I can't justify anymore. Uh, I'm busy with other things. I'm busy busy being a single dad. I'm busy being a psychotherapist in private practice. Um, and just trying to fit everything in is just a little bit too much when it's just me on my own. So this is the last ever episode. And I want to thank everyone that's got in contact. And I wanted to thank our last guest that we had on, Little Lichino at the time. I kind of even wasn't entirely 100% sure at the time. I was probably about 95% sure, to be honest. But Erin Riley was the last ever guest on the show. She was on two weeks ago talking about her 20 years of experience with a narcissistic husband. If you haven't watched it back on YouTube, 
ding 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 there you go that's the last ever ding ding up into the top corner to point out last week's episode or last episode two weeks ago uh great story are in the rock chick a radio dj and she had some great stories from the, the glory days of rock with aerosmith and lou reed and all of this kind of stuff and a frightening insight into what we discussed around covert narcissism we had the topic before where it was just kind of straight up narcissism but she talks about covert narcissism as was her ex-husband but she's living well now and as she said she's singing to herself she's hearing herself laughing she's dancing so she has recovered thankfully from that abusive relationship i'll invite you for the last time to check out the social media there will be still stuff posted up if i guessed on any of their podcasts i'll put it up there if there will be still memes i'll still put up some of the mental health memes and there may be maybe an iteration of the podcast in some other guys i'm not sure uh conversations are underway I have to decide if it's an avenue that I want to go down and I will assess it then. It won't be as it is. It won't be myself as a kind of all, <laughs> everything, editor, host, producer, social media manager, everything, <laughs> video editor, audio editor, and all of the other hats that I've wore over the last three years on the podcast. But So stay tuned to the social media. If you haven't already, you can do so. You can still check it out. There will still be stuff going up. So if you haven't already, check out the social media. That is Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And the handle across all of those has always been and will always be at STMH Podcast. That is also the username for the YouTube channel. If you haven't already, please click subscribe. Please drop a comment. Please hit a like. All of the stuff. You know the stuff that YouTubers say all the time. i got to be one of those guys. Um, I'm not great at selling myself, but I am just going like, subscribe and follow and all that sort of stuff so you could do that and if you haven't you can also check out the website and that is www.stmhpodcast.com if you have any email correspondence please feel free to email you know if you've enjoyed the show if you know you listen back to an episode you know that you haven't listened to before email let me know your correspondence i'd love to hear from you that is hello at stmhpodcast.com for the last time i've got some correspondence to read out on air and I want to thank everyone I got in contact uh, around the podcast. I'm going to go through them as best I can. There's an awful lot of them. So I don't know if I get to read all of them. But I get to as many of them as I can here. So for the last time to read out the last of the correspondence, I want to give a big shout out to Mark. Mark has uh, been a constant commenter on the Instagram. Sad to hear you're finishing up. I only found your podcast a few months ago. I'm going through all the episodes first, all the old episodes first. Incredible what you do. I love that you're straight talking and get rid of all the crap and just say it as it is. I'm struggling at the moment myself with anxiety, depression and a whole lot more. But your podcast has really helped me and thank you so much for that. Best of luck in the future. Thank you very much, Mark. And thank you for taking the time to comment and get in contact. I know you've we've had a lot. There was always a like and stuff from you on Instagram and that was really appreciated. Um, so thank you very much to Mark. Debbie Claire, thank you so much. Again, another frequent uh, correspondent on Instagram. So sad you're finishing up. Great pod, great pod, great work. Thank you so much, Debbie. Ziggy Highlife, this is so sad. I'm very sorry. Orla, Orla who always commented on the Facebook. Orla who always commented on the Instagram. Orla, thank you so much. You've always interacted with the posts over the years and that's really appreciated. Anne-Marie, uh, on Instagram again, well done. Really enjoyed them. Arlene, our former guest on Bipolar, if I remember correctly, Arlene. Uh, thank you so much for being a great guest. Uh, well done, and thank you for allowing me to be part of the pot of the process. No problem, Arlene. Thank you for being a great, a great guest. Haley, absolutely good at this. Is coming to an end. I'm sorry, Haley. <laughs> all, all good things and all mediocre things are all 
poor things, whatever whatever you may consider the podcast to be, is coming to an end. But thank you very much. So we've had a couple of frequent listeners who have also been guests on our podcast. Paul was one of those. Uh, Paul came on to discuss his mental health. Uh, Paul said, hi, Alan. Thank you for keeping going as long as you have, for all the knowledge you passed on, and for all the people you've helped in many ways, including myself. Your podcast introduced me to meditation and mindfulness, and your open chats with Peter helped through one of the darkest periods of my life. Looking into mental health has changed my direction and allowed me to explore myself too. After learning more about neurodiversity, I'm pretty certain I'm also autistic and ADHD. So that's also called ADHD, so A-U-D-H-D, which explains a lot of social awkwardness growing up, hyperfixations, and various other things that resurface daily. I'm embracing it and enjoying the journey. Thank you for everything. Thank you so much, Paul. Obviously, a man after my own heart on the on the neurodivergent tip. Um, thank you for that. Thank you as well to uh, Fiona. Sorry to hear this, Alan. The podcast will be clearly missed. Dearly missed. Thank you so much, Fiona. Sticking with the Facebook, Emily. Uh, Emily, thank you so much for reaching out. Gutted to hear this. Much love sent for all you have done. Mark Roberts, my old pal, my old pal Mark. Thanks for thanks for listening, Mark. Well done, Al, to you and all involved. That will be me and all the co-hosts. And my other good buddy, Karen over in Sligo. Uh, amazing job. Proud of you, buddy. Thank you so much. Uh, Karen, thank you for your mark. Thank you for everyone. Where is all of the rest of these comments? I'm, I'm missing them, folks, so apologies if, if I don't. Poor Shauna. Shauna, you know how much I love you. Thank you so much for all of your comments over all of the years. Thank you so much. Shauna felt like she was being broken up with. And uh, Shauna, all I can say is, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> Thank you so much for all of the love. Um, you can change, you can promise. I know you'll be different. You don't need to be different. You don't need to change. You're absolutely fantastic the way you are. And thank you for everything over the years. So another former guest that we had on was Rachel. Rachel was on, she was on to talk about her experience of dyslexia. Um, hey, Alan, would like to say thank you for having me on the podcast and gutted you're stopping it. However you have to do you. I wish you well and all. Thank you very much, Rachel. Another former guest, Will. Uh, Will was on just a couple of weeks ago. Lovely guy all the way from the States. Alan, it was an honour being on your podcast. Hope you're well. And if there's ever anything I can ever do, please do not hesitate to reach out. Thank you very much, Will. Such a, such a nice guy. A big shout out to Rob then who messaged as well. Rob, thank you very much for your message. Morning, Alan. So that your final episode is coming soon. And what an absolute pisser that, that is, mate. Not just for me, but for your many listeners all over the world. Not having your kiss me lucky charms Irish accent, dishing out mental health advice at 3am on my way to work will be a treat that I'll miss. So many interesting people out there. For myself, while still waiting for the diagnosis from the adult autism service and the ter- therapy I've received ended in January and I'm holding up reasonably well. I ditched the gym in favour of taking up Taekwondo as it's more enjoyable and more social. I absolutely love it. It's given me focus and goals. However, whatever happens, mate, just remember what I said earlier. You've done your bit. You've helped more people in a few years than 10 men and women could hope to do in a lifetime. Thanks, Rob. Um, enjoy the free time that's a game back and remember you've earned it. For me and your many, many listeners, I'm sure. All the best, mate, and take care of yourself. Thanks to you, Rob. Uh, well, thank, thanks thanks very much. It's uh, it's lovely. It's lovely to hear messages like that. You know, as I said in the past, in the past little while, it's been just myself basically talking to camera as I am now, if you're watching on YouTube. So to get this correspondence means an awful lot. I got one more here too. Uh, one more that I can see as I said, stuff get lost, folks. So if I missed your comment, I'm extremely sorry. But I've got one last message here. Uh, hi, Alan. Just wanted to reach out to say thanks yourself and Peter for setting up the podcast. I learned so much about the many facets of mental health and so much about myself in the process. As a result, I've recently taken the plunge and finally accepted that I need therapy myself and that it's okay for men to put their hand up no matter whose situation is worse than yours. 
something that often people use to dismiss their own issues. The podcast has played a significant part in identifying issues of suppressed anger, isolation and anxiety resulting from the impact of my father's alcoholism in my family home. There are things I've carried in mass my whole life and when I filled in a mental health symptom test, I was surprised how many boxes were ticked. Now that I've started the journey, I've every faith that things will improve. I wish you all the best for the future. Thank you, Stephen. Stephen, thank you. Thank you to everyone. Thank you for all of the comments. Thank you for all of the private messages. Thank you for the comments on Instagram. Thank you for the comments on uh, Facebook as well. So thanks so much, folks. It really meant an awful lot. And you can still continue. You know, as I said, if, you, if you're if listening back to old episodes or you've just come across the podcast, I'd still love to hear from you. Um, it would mean an awful lot to hear from everyone. I, I kind of... I didn't know what to do, folks. I didn't know whether to prepare something. I didn't know if I should write something and just read it out, or I didn't know whether I should speak from the heart. Um, the podcast has been three years of my life. Uh, three enjoyable, you know, haven't always been happy times. There's been, as myself and Peter will talk about later on, the podcast was definitely instrumental in me getting diagnosed with autism. Um, there's been relationships come and gone. There's been partners. There's been co-hosts. Um, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult. You know, Ashling was such a great co-host, uh, when we were in a relationship together and that's, that's a tricky kind of thing, knowing that your, you know, your previous relationship is out on the internet, but there are episodes I stand by. Um, I have a huge gratitude toward Ashling for coming on and she, you know, she did the podcast for me. She knew it meant an awful lot to me and, uh, it was great to see her grow uh, in comfort as we were recording the podcast. I think I'll leave my words of wisdom for the end. Okay, so what we will do, we'll throw over to me and P. We're going to have one last chat. We're going to look back over our previous episodes, our guests, talk about the episodes that meant a lot to, to either of us, our regrets, our hopes and dreams for people out there that are listening. So have a chat, have a listen with myself and P, and I'll come back and I'll see what comes to me for my words of wisdom at the end of the podcast. As he did for... 95% of all our episodes together. My old rapper mate, my old founder, co-host, my old legend, my old pal, Peter Dunn, was late once again. He's not a man to break with tradition, but we're back because it's the last episode of the Straight Talking Mental Health Podcast almost three years later. But first of all, dude, how are you getting on? <laughs> Um, I'm good. I'm late. As you've said before on previous episodes, you don't like change. You don't deal with change well. So you also don't deal with tardiness well. No. So I was kind of trying to balance it up. Am I going to be late or am I going to stick with tradition? I thought tradition. You know, Alan's a man of tradition. So you know, I'll, I'll stick with that. Thanks very enough. much. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's weird, man. Uh, no. I haven't fucking it, haven't seen you in like oh, 15 years, 15, 16 years. And then I seen you a couple of weeks ago. I know, it was cool. It was amazing. <laughs> Jesus. It was you, you just you just don't age. Like fuck me. You're like Peter Pan. You <laughs> well, just don't on, on, you don't get old or you, either that or you out, hide man. it really well. On the day this goes out on Tuesday, that's my forty sixth birthday. So it's my, ah, it's my birthday on Tuesday. And this this is nice one. I can tell you, there's a few fucking wrinkles added after today. We, we get to that later on, anyway. <laughs> Looking forward to it. You're live in our international studio, I see, live from yes, London. Yes, coming live from oh, Canterbury. I'm in Canterbury at the minute, yeah. Um, All right. So, yeah, I'm in, in a hotel, so my audio is not on the microphone I normally use. I'm just using the, the headphones off my phone. I'm hoping this works. Just to Actually, get it out. it's... It, 
it, it's great that you mentioned that because as soon as you mention that, your mic cackled up oh, and you'll hear that sake. back oh, when you go yeah. to edit this podcast. But it's the last one and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to edit this shit. I'm yeah, exactly. Yeah. Straight this, out this, to this you. is pretty Couldn't much going out. Down. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, man, you, you fucked off. You fucked off after 50 did, episodes yes. and then you came back for a little while and then you fucked off again. You fucked off permanently because you got a big gig. Mm-hmm. Tell people that didn't know what the big gig is and how it's been going for him. Uh, yeah, it's going great. So I present a breakfast show on Midlands 103, so midlands103.com. If anyone's listening all around the world and you want to tune in for a bit of chat and a bit of crack in the morning, mm. uh, weekday morning, 6.30 to 9 a.m., Midlands 103. Did I mention Midlands 103? <laughs> what what, what station just, is that, Pete? I'm just plugging the shit out of this area. Yeah, it's Midlands 103. It's breakfast with Peter Dunn and also featuring uh, Cameron Clark. Um, formerly of this podcast, yeah. Parish, as well, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's going great. I mean, we um, I get it's a dream job, and it's you know, it, it just over a year actually. Because actually, we're celebrating this week. It's going out next week, so uh, it'll be just over a year uh, on the air, the new show, and it's been yeah. Look, it's it's been like it's it's my dream job. Mm. You know what I mean? And still, sometimes I have to pinch myself, like. Earlier on today, because I, I I'm leaving the house at half five in the morning, um, I, I was sitting out the back enjoying the sunshine. And even even earlier, I got this kind of moment of freaking out, like oh, I sh- I should be working, I should be doing stuff, I should be. Oh, no, 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 hold on, no, I'm I'm no, I'm okay, I, I am okay, I'm gonna, yeah, yeah, I'm 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 finished work, okay, I'm done. It's like two o'clock in the afternoon. And I go, no, should I be working? Should I be? No. Okay, no, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but it's still a lot of getting used to. Mm. You know, because normally it would have been the, the 9 to 5 Monday to Friday stuff. But now it's um, 6 till half 1. So it's um, it's a change. But it, it's brilliant. I, I absolutely love it. It's great. And, um, you know, having Cami as well there is just, it's mm. great. It's, it's brilliant crack. We knock out great crack. And, um Sure, you you would have been there when uh, we we got our our legs waxed recently. Yeah, and, yeah. And I had to leave before you man. You got it done, but I'd seen plenty of other mm-hmm. people getting lexed and waxed and cursing yeah. and fucking <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Ah, fuck! <laughs> you don't, you we, don't. We... No, that's only the first one. <laughs> <laughs> just to give people a heads up, we did it for charity. It wasn't just a yeah. Tuesday or anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, and as well, it was a it's a mental health charity. It's called Accessible Counseling in Tullamore, and. You know, when it came up, we said, you know, something we have to do this because uh, mainly because of the podcast, really, you know, mm. and I know what mental health means to people because of the podcast, because of what we've done, what you've done. Mainly, I just kind of hit the record button. But um, with all that put together, I mean, we couldn't refuse it. We we had to do it. And we wanted to raise um, 500 euro for charity. In the end, we ended up raising nearly 2,500 euro. And uh, not including the money we would have raised on the night as well, which mm. we don't have a, a final amount for. So that was that was brilliant. That was a wonderful experience. And, um, you know, we had to do it because of this podcast. Fair play to us, lads. So not only did you fuck off because you got the full-time mm-hmm. proper gig and on Midlands, Cammy, mm-hmm. my former co-host, my eldest son. The, the I thought you were born. going to say, I thought you were going to say my former son. <laughs> I yeah. disowned him well, because I he thought, fucked I, off. I fucking spoke last because I asked Grand, I'll, I'll guilt Canty and Cammy into coming on. He's not fucking here. You're here. <laughs> I thought I'd get the three of us. Cammy got roped into a job in Limerick 
Yeah. So um yeah, so he can't be here tonight. <laughs> yeah, so fuck him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I've got but James he here, so I'm sorry. That's what he told. That's what he told me about you this morning. Oh, I'm definitely I, I no fucking doubt. That fuck will be grand. <laughs> uh, so you fucked off for the morning gig. Cammy mm-hmm. then was in as, as Cammy was on the podcast. He was in college. He was working in the bar at the time, and he mm-hmm. was doing a bit of internship down the Midlands. And mm-hmm. then he got the fucking gig. He got a gig with you then as well. The fucking that's true. So yep. either Midlands just poaches. All the fucking talent from this podcast, or from your this podcast, this podcast just promotes people into the fucking premiership. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. All and we're I fucking is left you. here twiddling me fucking thumbs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's funny the way it worked out, didn't it? Mm. You know, um, as I know, Cammy uh, sent me a message then, um, which is over a year ago, look for work experience. So um, I got in touch with the station because I was working there on a Saturday. And uh, now we're on air together, you mm. know, in the mornings. And the amount of people, like, only recently, was really cool. Uh, like, myself and Cammy will have a bit of crack on air, mainly around half eight in the morning. We'll have a bit of crack. We'll have something to do or we'll have features we do. And it's great. I really look forward to it. Like, it's brilliant crack. And um, only recently, a woman got in touch. I do a thing called Silly O'Clock Club between half six and seven. Only for people up at that time. Between that, you text me, WhatsApp me, let me know what you're up to. Uh, we'll get you in the club. We'll get you a, a sound effect. So it's <laughs> either a ding. It's um, very good, very nice. Join your man. Hello, Chicken Nugget. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> you have uh, Eddie Moroni. Do you remember Eddie Moroni? Yeah. Eddie Moroni is the GAA commentator that went viral back in 1992 when going viral on a video meant you had to keep uh, recording the video and sending it off to relatives so they can have a look at it. <laughs> he, he commentated on um, a GA match. That's um, some fucking local was... old shitty little fucking yes. name. He, oh, I know the one you're on about. Yes. Uh, yeah. Do you remember, actually, it would have been Shane, a.k.a. DJ Lee, yeah. our mutual good friend, yeah. who uh, who put us onto it years ago. Mm. And um, I got a clip of him, and he just says, over the bar is the place for it. And um, <laughs> that's, that's all you do. You know, you, you play these... Um, sound effects for people and people love it like it's it's kind of taken on a life of its own anyways i'm going way off the point here but a lady got in touch one morning and uh, her dog was having puppies and we said oh brilliant let, let us know how it's, how everything's going on so put it out to listeners what names you have what names could you suggest so we sent it on to her and uh, she came back on the monday i think that was on the friday on the monday she came back and she said she named the two girls whatever the girls names were and the two boys were called peter and cameron <laughs> and it was just legends. so uh, like, it was just savage yes and uh but it but that's great and that's the relationship you develop with the listeners as mm. well where you have a bit of crack have a bit of fun you're in their lives they're in your life as well you know what i mean so it's um it's brilliant and um we um we get regular videos saying oh there's cameron now look he's out of pissing on the floor <laughs> And, uh, and then the one sends the rubbing his arse along the carpet. Yeah, <laughs> then the dog. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, I know it's brilliant. Look, it's it's a dream come true for me. Definitely. I absolutely love it. And um, yeah, so all good, all good, anyways. And uh, what about yourself? Uh, in terms of what, I'm not on the fucking radio. <laughs> I haven't been. I'm Why aren't you on the radio? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I know somebody. I'll I'll put you in touch. Yeah, no um, worries. What I was going to say to you, 
it's how things with yourself lately. So you've obviously come to the conclusion that this is the last podcast. Last one. Last one. Podcast up. Yeah. Uh, look, you, you know full well. And, you know, I've said it on the podcast and, you know, it's nearly a cliche at this point of how much I, I've said it. When you approached me about doing the podcast, I was like, fucking 100%. Brilliant. Love it. Absolutely. Yeah. But I don't want it to feel like work. I want to be chatting to me, mate. And we just happen to be talking about mental health. And that was all, that was always the dynamic of the podcast. It was me and you, you know, the, the little bit at the, at the start got longer and longer because that was the bit everyone fucking loved. Everyone tuned in for, <laughs> for that little bit of crack and then they'd stay listening to the guest or whatever, maybe, or yeah. to the topic. And that was and it's always funny, the bit actually, of love. At, at, there's been a couple of occasions. Okay, we can't say every podcast was brilliant. Mm. You, you listen back to the podcast. We, we had a couple of boring guests, okay? We did. Uh, it didn't yeah. really work out great. And there have been times where I was looking, you know, I was looking at my watch while we had the boring guests and was going, I can't wait till these shut up so myself and Alan can have a bit of crack and a bit of laugh. Yeah, Because you know yeah. right? cause sometimes we'd record the interview first and yeah. then we'd record our bit afterwards. Mm. Yeah. 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 So, no, I mean, 90, 95% of the, of the guests we, we had were, were fantastic. Like, others, Absolutely, tip, yeah. typically people coming on to plug something, that kind of thing. Like, yeah. That was it. Yeah. No, yeah. people came on to tell their story, their own personal story was just was magnificent absolutely but um yeah so it's um, so it was always the co-host it, be- it was always having a crack and mm. that was yourself that was michelle for a little while that was cammy mm-hmm. you jumped back on then it was ashling my former partner and they were always the bits i loved i always loved mm. the interchange with, between whoever the co-host was and i don't get that now because it's, it's just me yeah. and then straight to the guest and yeah sometimes the fucking you know it's it's some of the guests or you the guests are they're american and you, you know it's hard to get the banter going or yeah just the, the humor is different so it's just mm. got to be the point of this is this is just fucking too much like work and then the, the episode i had to pull that was like one of the final nails in the coffin i was like i just do not fucking need this shit i really don't like mm. you know this yeah. this is taking up a lot of my time this is taking up a lot of my yeah. money and at that point and I forgot to mention last week in, in the kind of intro to the episode, the technical fucking difficulties. So if you look back on YouTube, we're switching from side to side. The, mm-hmm. the audio was out of sync. Uh, there was something wrong with Aaron's connection. I couldn't see her. So I'm literally looking at a blank screen, listening to, to trying to listen to what she's mm-hmm. saying. There's about a three, four second delay between us. And I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely not fucking going to miss this. <laughs> mm. I have to give a, a shout out as well to uh, to Emer who came mm. on the podcast for a while, and uh, Emer had a great story about cannabis, cannabis and juice psychosis. psychosis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great story. And um, Emer would have helped down. She would have jumped on a couple of episodes as well. Mm. So um, again, Emer Emer would have got work elsewhere. So um, she was she was busy. And uh, but you know, big shout to Emer for her contribution. Absolutely, yeah. she was podcast. great. Right? That so, that the, yeah. the cannabis and juice psychosis that was a great episode. Yeah, you know, really eye opening, and mm. I I know people often say you know cannabis, ah, oh, it's a, it's a soft drug, mm. it's this that thing you already see, and maybe for some people it is, but for other people it's not, you know. And just have a listen back to that episode if you can, mm. if you if you haven't heard it before, it is really interesting. Yeah. Some of the stories she tells are are really fascinating, mm. and again, you know, when people come on the podcast and just open up their hearts and open up their lives and 
it can be a very daunting thing to do for people. You know, like to come on and speak to mm. thousands and thousands and thousands of people about, you know, your life, mm. your issues, your, your bury your soul, your good times, your bad times. And it kind of makes it difficult as well to let go of a podcast when people are saying, no, I need this, mm. you know. I rely on this, you know, have you, have you had, had many examples of that in the past? Because I know we've had a couple of occasions where people got in touch and said, like one that'll always stick out to me was, um, uh, was it Phil mm. got in touch with us mm-hmm. before? And Phil was basically on his way to, um, uh, a garden shop to buy a hose. And I wasn't the water the flowers. Mm. It was the hook up to an exhaust pipe in his car. And a friend put him onto this podcast and, you know, he got in touch and said, I'm still here because of this podcast. Like, that's just, it, it still gets me. Yeah, You yeah, know, it yeah. still gets me. And, you know, we had a few occasions where um, I, I know a young girl got in touch. She was in a psychiatric ward and she was sitting outside in the corridor typing an email to us saying, you know, I need you, lads. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's very, very tough when yeah. you need to let go, except, you know, other people need you. You know, and, that, and that's why very, I kept it going. Tough. That's why I kept exactly, it going yeah. as long as it did. Is is because you get comments like that, or you get an email like that, or you get a private message like that, and you're like, you know, just that part of you goes, "All right, this this is this this is why I do it." Like, but mm-hmm. as you said, then that makes it hard to to draw the line under it because like, there's people alive because of this podcast. Mm. Like, um, I I know it sounds like we're being dramatic, but it's true. Yeah, there are. Um, and that's not including the people just living better lives. People that went yeah. off, went to counselling, went to therapy because of the podcast. We, we had mm-hmm. Rachel, who was a guest on before on, around her dyslexia episode. You know, she had been a former listener. She went off and started a counselling course because of the podcast. Wow. You know, like there's loads and loads of stories like that. Mm. Yeah. And as well as that, it's a knock on effect as well. It's the lives that have been changed here that change lives elsewhere as well as the relationships that have ended, that have been toxic, it's relationships that have been saved. Mm. Um, it's people raising their kids a little bit better, being a bit more conscious of it. Um, you know, it's just, it does, it's one, you call it one small thing, like a podcast, two people talking shit about mental health, but mm. at the end of the day, it's, it does have a big, big impact. Like words have an impact, mm. big time. And well, um, but before we go further with it, speak, speaking of talking mm-hmm. shite, let's let's stick with tradition uh, of what started of that little piece at the start of the smiles and royals. Let's let's mm. let's do one last smile and royal. You're the guest, technically, I suppose. Oh. What have you got? I haven't doubted this. Yeah, that's what um, I wanted. I wanted to be more spontaneous. I didn't, didn't kind of didn't want to prep you on it. Spontaneous equal boredom. <laughs> um, for the listeners, and not for me. Um, let me see. What is me royal lately? What is me royal? Um, I'm probably going to have to edit this shit because I I have to think about this. Um, no, right. nothing. Then come back to me, will you? Right. I'm sure yeah. something will rile mm. me. All right, but come back to me. Go on, give me a royal. Oh man. <laughs> I don't even the way you know the way you are there with a the royal. I don't even know if I got a fucking smile. I have had some oh, no. fucking day, some day. Go for it. I'm currently in Canterbury. Um, I said mm-hmm. nice little birthday treat for myself. I go over and see my daughter. She's over here. I'm for the first time ever. Myself and James are on holidays together. This is our first, our first flight together. 
Oh, brilliant. So I was like, fucking lovely. You know, I'm going away for my birthday. I'm going to see my daughter. I'm bringing James. It's our first trip together. Fucking super organized. I James packed his bag on uh, Saturday when he was down. I was working. I was busy with work. So up to my eyes yesterday. Got James, said to his mom, send me a picture of his passport, put in the passport number, added to the added to the Ryanair account, blah, blah, blah. Um, all good, got home last night, packed, and I'm, I'm looking at myself going, this is some impressive fucking shit. Like, this is the basics packed. Like, this is, this, is a, this is a lad that's traveled. Like, this is just the right amount of underwear. Not 27 pairs of underwear, because you're planning on mm-hmm. fucking shitting yourself seven times a day, like people normally do when they go on holidays. Like, I don't know, how, what, what birthday are you celebrating? 46. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you always pack like fucking loads of, loads of pairs of underwear when you go on holidays. I'm like, I'm bringing what I need. I have the right amount of clothes. I, fucking, I, I packed, mm. I, I carry on for myself in a bag and I got the same for James. And it was only afterwards I was like, I can make this work. So I paid extra for it. What his, do you mean a carry on? Like a, a 10 like kg? Like a wheelie, yeah, and, 10 kg wheelie and, yeah, and yeah, a backpack, let's say. But yeah. I got it for fucking both of us. And then I was like, cool. no, no. That's that's why this is I paid for it, so I'm like no I can get that all in one bag and James has his bag, I can make that work. So already I've overpaid. I've paid for James to bring a carry on. That's, so that's like forty quid return. Well, yeah, like. some, whatever that was, right? So I'm out with it. I was like, it's grand lesson fucking learned. I I know for future. Get up this morning, so I wake up at twenty past four this morning. I have to get up, get myself ready, get showered. Drive up to Tala, pick up James, get to the airport. I said, pick him up at half six. Fucking pick him up. Bang. 28 minutes past, I'm at his door. Fucking, oh, this is swimming. I'm at the fucking... Military precision. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. fucking, this is class. You fucking, you're outstanding. Outstanding. Get to the fucking, get to the park and ride. Park up the car. Bus, getting James changed, getting the, getting the bus. Fucking bus is there as a pull up. Bang on the bus. Fucking, oh. Killing it, like get to the boat, mm. get to the airport before. Say, get to the airport at seven o'clock. Flights at five past nine. Now maybe I'd say get to the airport at maybe seven o two, seven o three, something like that. Straight up, bang up to go through security, get into the Ryanair app. Uh, where's my fucking boarding pass? No fucking boarding pass. What the fuck is this? Ah, uh, fucking didn't check in. Ah, oh, fuck it anyway. Right, check in. You can Fuck. do two hours beforehand, can't you? One minute. Check in up to two hours. Beforehand. I missed it by one minute. Oh. So I, ha- I paid for the fucking fast track as well, just in case I didn't know what security yeah, was yeah. like. Go up to the lads mm. and fast track going, lads, I fucking can't get in. I can't get my boarding pass on the app. Ryanair desk is over there. Grand. So I'm 10 minutes waiting in the Ryanair. Yard. Get up there. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you have to check in on the app. It's like, yeah, no, but it's, t- it's giving me this message saying, check-in is no longer available oh yeah you have to do it like uh, two hours before the flight leaves i missed it by one minute one minute and it ends up costing me oh he says now oh, that's 55 euros so they're going to print off the boarding pass 55 euros i'm like right fuck it anyway 55 euros right grand it's an expensive minute no 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 55 euros each 110 yes. fucking euros Right, so I'm like, fuck this. Like, I'm like, right, grand. The fucking money's paid. Grand. I sit at the fast track, go through security for flying along. That's grand. Put the bags through. The fucking suit, one of the trays, one of our trays goes down the side. So I was like, he's going to fucking mm. check it again. 
gets pulled. Yeah. Gets oh, got pulled down the end weight, and he goes, "Oh, that's that. Yeah, that's grand. Blah blah blah. Yeah, grand. Puts it through. So case comes or the tray comes back down. Pack everything up. Right, grand. We're fucking flying along. Change money. Get the breakfast in the airport. Get absolutely fucking rode on the price, obviously, for a manky breakfast. Yeah. On the flight, flying along. Grand. 110 euros. Sitting with me, but I was like, it's grand. It's not fucking lesson learned. You'll yeah, never, yeah, yeah. never fucking make that mistake mm. again. So we get to get to Canterbury and James had to James had dropped his tablet. It was a little bit dodgy. So he bought a new tablet. He'd had he had money for his birthday his birth his birthday is like three weeks before christmas he had money for his birthday he had money for christmas and he said he's going to buy a new tablet i was like well you don't have enough you don't have enough for your for to buy a new tablet but what i'll do is i'll give you the money and then you work it off okay so and then you mark it off on your calendar every week you've got your little job you get your five euro pocket money every week for doing your job and we'll find other jobs for you and you, and you can pay it off so he's working out he's working off his his tablet and he marks it on his calendar every week. Oh, that's another 10 euros. Oh, well done. You're flying along now. Now you've only got blah, blah, blah. Um, I said, well, you know what we'll do? We'll give, uh, we'll give your old tablet to Adam. So my, my daughter's son. We'll give, that to, we'll give that to Adam. Text Adina, does Adam, have a, does Adam have a tablet? No. I've got one here from. Brilliant. So we get over. We get in the car. Adam's like, did you bring me a surprise? I'm like, oh, did I? Oh, jeez, I don't know. James, did we? Oh, God, I, I think we did. I know James had something for you. I don't know if we forgot it. So I think I think we have a surprise. We'll, we'll have a check when we get to the house. So it's like we go inside. Have you got a surprise? Yeah, I get your surprise. Go into my bag. The old tablet isn't there. And James's new tablet isn't there. Left it in the fucking tray going through security. security. Oh, shit. <laughs> 110 Man. euros. To print the fuck two pieces of paper and two fucking tablets left at fucking Dublin Airport. I'm like, this fucking oh, day. This day. <laughs> All you can do is laugh about it. Oh, uh, so I said, I was here tonight and I was like, you know, we're in the hotel. I was like, do you know what? Mm. Day's done. It's grand. I'm going to have a fucking yeah. shower. I'm going to wash this day off me. I'm going to get in. I'm going to scald the bollocks out of myself in this fucking... <laughs> Boiling hot shower, and I'm just gonna stand there until I'm red, like fucking. You're gonna go. You're gonna go to Aldi and get that mint shower gel that burns, yeah, mint the, burns the bollocks daylight out of you. That bleaches your yeah. body here white. So, like, right. That's that's it. That's it. I'm just gonna fucking. I'm just. I'm washing off today. I get into the shower and the water's warm. I'm like, fuck my fucking life. This this is it. Like this just sums up this fucking day. So that's me royal. This whole fucking day has been a royal. I had physio yesterday. I'm meant to be going to Portugal in, uh, the following week playing golf. My mm. back is fucked again. And I'm like, oh. I'm fucking paying physio. I'm going to fucking physio every week. And I'm like, you know what? These last few weeks now, I've just been a load of my bollocks. <laughs> so it's, really? it's all royal. It's all fucking royal. <laughs> so where you don't have one, I fucking do. Cool. Well, you, you made up for it. There, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I couldn't fucking believe him. I couldn't believe him. Fuck. Oh, there's no, there's nothing worse. Because I'm, I'm the same when it comes to flights and just everything has to be particular order mm. and double, treble checked. I don't know many times. I am. Like, I've been on, I've been on six airplanes in the last six weeks, and I check my passport, mm. double check it, treble check it, check my pockets, 
checking the app, screen grabbing the boarding passes in case the app doesn't work for some stupid reason. Yeah. You know, sending them to Laura as well. So she is a copy of them. You know, and then, yeah, when something like that gets you and you go, fucking had to cost me a fortune. You know, it's just, oh, it's a sickener. But look, fucking, it's gone. It's yeah. done. So I don't know. As, as one I'll guest told us on the podcast before, chuck it in the fucking bucket. Chuck it in the fucking bucket, yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll see if they're, I'll see. I doubt, I doubt they're there. Been ringing, lost and found at Dublin Airport. No fucking yeah. joy. So I'll see if they're there on Saturday when we fly back, but. Looks like I'm buying James another new fucking tablet. <laughs> Somebody's gone with the two of them. Oh, easily, yeah, yeah. Big yeah. time. Yeah. As I often wonder what they do with the perfume and the aftershave they pull from people. Oh, they fucking they dig into that, that bucket. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Mm. So that's me, that's oh, me big yeah. variety. Have you got a smile from me there? <laughs> um, yeah, well, look, speaking of flights, um, I suppose an, an example of things being kind of back to normal because when we started this podcast, um, height we of lockdown, height of lockdown, yeah, <laughs> we're locked down. So uh, as a lot of people started podcasts in mm. lockdown, <laughs> but um, when we started it, it was um, you couldn't go anywhere, couldn't do anything, and even when you look back now, actually, you think, Geez, did we really have to do that? You really, we couldn't walk two and a half kilometers from the house, or. Mm. You know, we couldn't, could, could, could we go, no, we couldn't see anyone there. Could we see, parents? no, we couldn't see, parents. Jesus, you know. Queuing outside fucking Leed Loraldi for a half an hour to fucking go in. Only, and there's no eggs, because everyone fucking start yeah. making bread yeah, there's and no all eggs, There's no flour, yeah. it was ridiculous, you yeah. know. I, and, you know, sometimes you still see the, the remnants of the stickers on the ground as well, you know, the two meters distance. Mm-hmm. And them. Like, Jesus, you know, how far we've come since then. Is is amazing. Like even um, as I was saying to you, like in the last six weeks, six weeks, one, four, six weeks, about eight weeks actually. Sorry, um, I've been I've left the country three times, which is just definitely pre-COVID shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's brilliant. Mm. Um, I'm delighted about that. Um, that made me smile recently. I um, I did a trip with my dad to france uh, only last weekend and um that was brilliant we um my great great uncle would have fought in the battle of the somme back in 1916 over in in france uh two uncle two great great uncles one uh, both killed in, in battle one was buried in belgium one was buried in france so we um we've been mulling over for a long time and uh um about 13 years we said oh yeah we'll do it in the new year in the new <laughs> year we'll go you know but uh, eventually we bit the ball we said right come on we're gonna have to go so we uh we flew over to um bouvet cheap ryanair airport uh in the north of paris about an hour from paris mm. and we uh, we stayed there rented a car and we drove to a little village called albert um small little tiny village um but not you know you're expecting you know your stereotypical image of France. Yeah, it's not really. It's nearly like <laughs> northwest of England. La- you know lads what I mean? on bikes with fucking garlic around their shoulders and baguettes Absolutely, in their baskets, baguettes <laughs> in their back. You know. Um, but I mean, geez, my my lack of French was brutal. <laughs> like I I passed leaving cert French, and I couldn't even ask for a bottle of water. 
<laughs> in a restaurant like there's a lot to be said for the education system that they think I'm competent enough to pass a bloody exam on yeah. French use but, it or lose um, it haven't you haven't used it in a oh, while I'm sure pretty much yeah, yeah. Uh, I did try it on Duolingo for a couple of weeks beforehand, but I just thought, no, nah, I'm, I'm seriously not into this. I can't do it. So um, we, uh, no, it, it was a cool trip. We did a war museum. Uh, we went to uh, we went to the cemetery. We tracked it down, rented a car, drove uh, about an hour north of uh, Bouvet or Bove. Um, and we, uh, yeah, it, it was good. You know, it was just, it was just, it was good crack um it was a cool little adventure to do um and it was nice to be able to visit the the graveside as well we down put down a little tricolor and uh, spent a bit of time there as well so that was that was pretty cool and again it's one of those kind of pre-covid things mm-hmm. you know that you you just forget you can do sometimes sometimes we forget we can go to gigs we forget we mm-hmm. can socialize we forget we can go out and it's just it's still a little bit of a hangover from covid where it's like ah should look you know it's still stuck in the back of your head but you know i think since we started a podcast till now like how far we've come on is great or or is it that we've come on or we just come back around went back around man i told you i remember i remember you asking me at the time oh do you think this will change i was like no and you're like why is like because we were the other way for too long yeah no you're right and i that does resonate with me all right that i I did ask you that question you know Mm. will we go back i don't think we'll ever go back to where we were yeah we went back to where we were which is a good thing you know what i mean that's a fairly hefty smile man Mm. that's a fairly big one yeah yeah lovely experience Um, yeah so no it was cool really enjoyed it um we um I got to go to Hosier recently mm. as well, Hosier, and uh, we got to see Hosier perform a um, uh, rehearsal gig. So it's cool. Oh, lovely, you're, yeah. like, nice in intimate one. Where you, oh, absolutely, you're, you're like right in front of them nearly, no matter where you are. It was mm. in the, um, it was in the, the Academy. Yeah, the Academy. Oh, the and I've seen small Newton Faulkner there. That's a, that's a tiny, uh, small, little, intimate venue. Small, yeah, 800 people it holds. Uh, sound quality is excellent. Mm. And just to do that even was, was just brilliant, you know. Uh, and we did it on we did it on Easter Sunday. Oh, so there was nobody in Dublin. Mm. Dublin was just deserted. It was brilliant. <laughs> you know, you, I, I think from Mullingar to Dublin was like an hour and one minute. Oh, you know what I mean? Which is just amazing. And um yeah, no, that was pretty cool as well. And oh see, I went to see Pizza K. Pizza K. Garlic bread. Garlic bread. Lovely. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Um so yeah, I went to see Peter K. He was brilliant. Um Yeah, what a show. What a show man. You know what I mean? Mm. Um excellent. we we brought there was four of us went, myself. Laura, uh, sister Sabrina, and my mother. And I told me poor mammy was going to choke. She laughed so much. I <laughs> he's, actually he's real she started humor, coughing a lung yeah, up. Yeah. I was nearly going to say, will you stop? <laughs> You're trying to kill me, mammy. Will you go up? <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, that was cool. It sounds like I'm a socialite, doesn't it? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> I've, I've done nothing for the last three years. And yeah, then all yeah. of a sudden, in, in like three months, Fucking all this make up shit pops up. I'm telling you. Yeah, but... Um, no, no, everything, everything's good. Um, life is good. Thankfully, everybody has their health. Everybody has their happiness. And, you know, let it stay like that for as long as possible. Mm. Um, what about yourself? It's been a bad couple of weeks, you were saying. Yeah, it's been a fucking shit show. Shit show the last few weeks. Like, yeah. So like I said, I'm fucking... Uh, look, like I said, 
today is behind. I'm here with James. It's our first trip. Mm. You know, less fucking harsh lesson learned. Um, yeah, yeah. Just just one of them fucking days. <laughs> one yeah. one of them few weeks. Like one of the things that sticks out for me about the podcast as well is that. It would have been during the podcast that you discovered you were autistic. Mm, that's right. Yeah. And like, and in fairness, you you know you you spoke about your journey. You kept all the listeners involved. And uh, if it wasn't for this podcast, you mightn't have found out you were autistic. Yeah, probably. Which yeah. Is yeah, it kind of kept me yeah. honest. You know, something that might have been a fleeting thought every so often, talking about it every yeah. week. You know, absolutely is. You know, it was kind of. Mm therapeutic the same way therapy would be where you go in and you find yourself talking about the same thing week after week and you're like man there's definitely fucking there's something to this so yeah, yeah I, I would definitely say that the podcast was instrumental in and uh, you know the final I've said it before the final the straw that broke the camel's back and I was like where I'm going to get diagnosed was that tweet that was tweeted onto yeah. the podcast timeline remember that, yeah. just if you find yourself constantly going back to the fact that you may be ADHD or ASD just remember neurotypical people don't do that they just know they're not and i was like okay <laughs> yeah so that yeah for myself that's probably one of the biggest the biggest takeaways we spoke about my bit on the podcast but for yourself mm. how are you feeling about it it's wrapping up i know you stepped out but yeah how are, how are you feeling about it after this this being the, officially the end um to be honest with you i'm glad for you it's the end because I think you've put an awful amount of work into it. And it is, it's like, again, okay, we sound like a broken record. It is a lot of work to do a podcast. If you want to do it, you want to do it properly. Like, this is the fun bit. Mm, Chatting mm. is the fun bit. You know, but there's the editing, there's the, the video editing, there's the promoting it on social media. There's social media um, who are limiting your views to your followers. I mean, like the Facebook page, and I must have about 2,000 followers or so. And, you know, between Instagram and TikTok and the likes as well. But they limit your, mm. your following until you give them money, yeah. you know. So we never made any money off this podcast. No. You never made any money off this podcast. And... Um, it was purely for, well, okay, it wasn't purely for the benefit of the listeners. I mean, looking back now, I mean, you know, we spoke about your benefit of discovering or kind of biting the bullet mm. on um, on being autistic. Um, you know, it was something, uh, it, it kind of, it, it gave Cammy a start in, in radio in mm -hmm. a sense that, you know, he had the connection there with myself mm -hmm. and, you know, we, uh, we got the ball rolling and now he's the, um, the, the deputy news editor mm -hmm. in Midlands 103, which is a big, big achievement for mm -hmm. such a young man, you know, yeah, he's not even such 25. A man, an intelligent young man as well, you know what I mean? Has his head screwed on and, um. You know, as as a result of all that, like when, when you look back, it was beneficial to us as well. Um, mm. I learned a lot about my mental health, about other people's mental health. Um, I learned a lot about traits in people as well. And to think twice about, you know, well, why did that person do this? You know, um, what goes on behind the scenes? Um, sign somebody mightn't be well. Mm. What you can do, you know, um even the likes of you know your um your qualification is in child and adolescent so it, it was always very interesting the way you spoke about how you know w when you're raising kids um the things you do the habits you might have formed from you know your parents um like even 
oh god even i i know I, you use this example a couple of times and uh um somebody mentioned it recently in work about um um oh well it didn't do us any harm and i just went <laughs> did it not yeah. you, know, left yeah. it you know what i mean so um you know we often hear the uh the uh the old sayings oh sure it didn't do us any harm you know oh, sure well we were younger so we, oh, we were only too glad you know but it doesn't mean it has to be that way you know you can you can change things for the better mm-hmm. so um you know when you listen back to all the episodes and it's one thing i will do again i listen to all these episodes again well that yeah, was one thing know, unfortunately because i'm because i'm recording on my phone i can't pull up the correspondence that i've had from people and i had there was one during during the week um I think it might have been Andrew. Remember, remember Andrew? There was always our, our mental health nurse. I think yes. it was Andrew that yeah. had, had mentioned. Andrew was was he ex-military? No, he was a mental health nurse. He was a nurse in a. Uh, I thought health. he was ex-military, but he turned his hand up. No, I think that was now. someone else. That was someone else. I think. Okay. Uh, but he had mentioned around listen to the podcast episodes multiple times, and other people have mentioned listen to the podcast multiple times couldn't listen back oh mm. no there was a lot in that i had to go back and listen to that i'm like jesus people people are listening to these more than once yeah you know, that, i'm like fucking hell I never consider that yeah true i mean look it i suppose it takes a while for it to hit and for your brain to process it and for you to go over again like i would have you know edited the podcast mm. you, you'd spend about you know yourself six eight hours mm. be between recording editing you know putting your problems together and all that kind of stuff but there was times where I would, I, I'd edit, uh, I'd have a listen back to it, I'd edit it, cut it a little bit shorter, or I'd take one or two things out or whatever, but I'd even forget them episodes. Mm. Oh. I'd listen to it three or four times a pop, and I'd even forget. That's why I do yeah. want to listen back to them. Yeah. And one thing I want to do is I want to turn on this light, because it looks like I'm fading <laughs> I'm losing it. well. Go on, you turn on the light, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab a drink here. I said, you, you've got, you're all backlit, so you're silhouette. And me, like the fucking trooper that I am, have a lamp blasting at the mirror here, straight into my face, <laughs> reflecting the light, so I'm fucking front lit. <laughs> so what I was thinking, I'm, as I said, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make up, uh, do, you know, do you know these um, stained glass windows you see in old churches? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> the, the halos, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So are we, are we looking back? Are we looking back over the podcast? Are we looking back over episodes? Any ones in particular that stood out for you? Or what, what, what do you want to do with this? 125. This is our 125th episode. Wow. What did I do? Like 55 or About something? That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you did 50. You did 50 altogether. And then you're in and out once or twice here and there. Yeah, probably another five maybe or so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, I, I I missed the podcast. You know, I missed, but I missed the chat. Yeah. I missed yeah, the crack yeah, yeah. and the banter, and I missed yeah, the yeah. laughs and um all that kind of stuff. You know, that that's what I'd miss definitely. Um, but uh, um, I think John Candy is worth a mention, isn't he? <laughs> Candy, that was Jess. <laughs> Jess. Jess had a comment around that. She she was in fucking stitches around that. But <laughs> Gandhi, Peter, yeah, uh, Gandhi, yeah, uh, mistaking a quote from John Candy versus Gandhi. 
I could have sworn you oh, said it was John Candy. You know, hell. be the change you want to see. Want to see it. It. John Candy, John Candy wow. is very profound, yeah. isn't he? Like, wow. I used to always think he was just Uncle Buck, you know? <laughs> a guy who coached a bunch of Jamaicans to <laughs> Olympic success, you know? Uncle Buck. Amazing. Dropping knowledge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the podcast became about people's stories it started out with a topic you know as me in quotation marks the expert you're asking me questions about let's you know we've yeah, got yeah. this topic let's go to topic about that and i would be you know talking around that that topic and then we started with guests and our, our first guest was chris pender count local county mm-hmm. councillor chris pender some fucking first guest to start with yeah, <laughs> found out yeah. in session that he was essentially groomed, um, yeah, sexually abused as a yeah. child, and basically it was his first time talking about it publicly. Yeah, <laughs> that we only found out on the, fair, on the yeah. fucking, in the session with. <laughs> no, look, um, fair play to him for opening up. Like it's it's not an easy thing to do, but um, yeah, it was it, it was one I was kind of afraid going not afraid I was probably nervous going into. Where I was thinking, all right, okay, well, you know, um, it's it could be a heavy topic, mm. and in fairness, you know, I'll, I'll never forget how you handled people who have uh, made suicide attempts, um, you know, people who've lost loved ones, you know, your ability to handle them was just it was mind blowing. But of course, for you, it's another Tuesday. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean, um, and that you know, I, I I learned a lot from that and how you handle people. Like, uh, like I remember there was one guest you said to, and uh, she said something like, um, "Jesus, I'm I'm shite at trying to kill myself," mm-hmm. and you just laughed and said, "Well, you know, continue being shite <laughs> at trying Pam. to kill yourself." That, you know that what I mean? Was Pam was like, "Pam, it's not for she you." She was brilliant. Fucking let it go, like you know, yeah. you're shit. You're obviously yeah, yeah. no good at this. Like, just stop <laughs> trying to kill yourself. Take the fucking hint. <laughs> Yeah, like I, you know, my attitude would have been to kind of pussyfoot around mm. that, but you obviously kind of tackled it head on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, that was just, uh, it, it was an eye opener, mm. you know, to the world of, of people who, you know, have um, have suicidal thoughts, who, um, you know, obviously um, thought there was another way out. But for, you know, we, sometimes we forget, there's still have a sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, Irish people think that that's... I remember, that's what I remember. Yeah, that, that self-deprecating the only problem sense of humor. Or, fucking serious audio difficulties. Our internet right, connection yeah. was terrible. And I was like, oh, that mm. was a shame. I think it was a really short episode yeah. as well because of that. But it was good. It was yeah. good crack. Like, and she, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Great guess. Um, and then we'd Helen as well. Mm. Who we we changed Helen's name. Yeah, I had um, to look at that course, earlier on. Actually, going because there's some people like we would talk to them as their name, and then we had to have mm. them down as a pseudonym. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She had um, uh, that was the EMDR episode. Yes, and, that's right. Uh, that was one of the very early ones, wasn't it? Um, I'm flicking through the monitor. It was one of the very early. Yeah. It's been about 15, 16 episodes oh, in, or am I wrong? I'm scrolling yeah. through here. And that was. Oh, um, 24. I thought it was earlier than that. Oh, 24. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Helen, yeah. So that was a big one. She had, she was raped by someone that was high profile and in the newspapers and stuff like that. Um, she came to us. She was offered money by tabloids. She came to us to tell her story. And that's one that ones yeah. where you're like, what a, what a privilege, like, you know. Absolutely, because 
in fairness, you know, Helen was very clever because she knew that if she sold her story to the tabloid, it wouldn't be her story. Um, It'd be, be about him. Yeah, exactly. Be his story and how he has fallen from grace and blah, 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 blah. But, um, we never, we never mentioned who it was. It's, um, you know, it, it's online. Um, we know who it was. We're not going to mention who it was because we're not going to give them the time today. It was Helen's story. And, uh, Helen has the power over that. And we gave her that, we gave her the platform Mm. and only happy to do so. Um, because, you know, media outlets in general wouldn't have given her that. Um, so I was delighted to do that. And, um, uh, I'm so proud of her for yeah, yeah. And telling her story yeah, and being yeah. so open and honest uh, and talking about EMDR. I didn't have a clue what it mm. was. You obviously had a bit of information on it and uh, she explained it and it was just, um, it, it was a great episode. So listen back, have a bit of, have a listen to that and um, and see what you think. But, uh, yeah, episode, yeah, that, that was, was 24, 24 mm. yeah, EMDR. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, some amount of guess, man. You know, like I said, it started out with yeah. a topic, and then it just wow. became the more interesting thing yep. was the guest telling their story, and then the topic coming out of their story. You know, funny enough, right? I was cutting the grass yesterday, and this popped into my head like random, random stuff will pop into my head when I'm cutting the grass. <laughs> like, you know, I'm cutting the grass, and the the throttle on the lawnmower broke, so I have to use a screwdriver <laughs> and put it in the throttle and to hold the little connection together. So there I am, mowing the lawn, pushed it along with a, a yellow screwdriver hanging out, and it was going. Isn't it amazing the way sometimes you do an interview and the topic you go to cover completely changes? Mm. That's exactly what popped into my yeah, head yeah. while mowing yeah. the <laughs> And we've done that. We've, we've got With a in, screwdriver. We've in. What was this? Uh, Andy. Remember Andy? We were talking, oh, immigration. Like, you know, yeah. what it's like to emigrate yeah. and, you know, to leave home. Yeah. But then it turned, you know, he told his fucking amazing story before, pre-Johnny Depp and all that, of being uh, in an abusive relationship. I mean, you know, as the yeah. male being physically hit and stuff like that. That was... That was a mind-blowing episode. It was, and, um, oh, yeah, if anybody gets a chance, have a listen back to that. Um, Andy tells the story so well. Mm. Um, but I don't want to call it bravery. I don't want to patronize anybody by saying brave, mm. but, you know, but to come out and say, yeah, look, you know, I suffered domestic abuse, you know, um, at the hands of somebody who was, you know, smaller than me, you know, petiter than me, like, and he's a muscly dude. Yeah, and he's a big dude. Guy, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, if I was walking past him in an alley, yeah. I'd kind of go, oh, shit, yeah. now. You yeah. know what I mean? But, um, you know, to be able to put his hands up and go, yeah, but look, you know, I was, uh, I was at the hands of this. Um, you know, again, it's his story. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's a big, big eye-opener. Yeah. Well, let's, so, let's uh, flick quickly through guest episodes. Uh, mm. So we had Chris Pender's the first one. I'm looking at them here, so forgive me for not looking at you. Do we have Michelle? Michelle McGuire came on to get co-host for a little while. She stepped in. Uh, Carl Patterson. Oh no, we had Flip. Flip first. Oh yeah, Flip came on. Yeah. He was in tears, really talking about that, his friend yeah. that had killed himself. Yeah, that's it. You know, you can see. You know, poor Flip was completely moved mm. by that, and um, you know, obviously something that's still very raw with him as well. Mm. So. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was it was an enjoyable episode because, you know, we did the, the light and the shade mm. with Flip. You know, we, we know him years, mm. so we got to have a bit of crack with him as well. And, um, you know, it was, you know, one thing that struck me about that episode as well, we probably spoke about the following episode where we kind of 
digest, mm. you know, our previous episodes. But, um, you know, um, he's a DJ. That's his mm. job. That's what he does. That, again, but, that's what know, he was coming on to talk about. So it was COVID. Yeah. A touring DJ is out of work. There's yeah, no more absolutely. work. And again, so what comes out no. with then? He's talking about no the impact of his, nothing, of, his, yeah. of his friend's suicide. Yeah, that's it. And, you know, um, like a great job. Like an amazing job to be able to go and DJ, mm. you know, in front of crowds mm. and, you know, but then again, you forget what goes on behind the scenes. And, you know, sometimes you're not, you're not in the mood, mm. you're not in the humor for it, you know, and it's the same for anybody. As same as fucking these podcasts. How many times have we done it gone? Fuck's head. Yeah, but, no yeah, but we, we were allowed to, we were allowed to come onto this podcast because <laughs> yeah. it was our own and go, today was a shit <laughs> yeah, day. True. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, Rather, yeah. If, like you know, if I'm present. No, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't come on and go, oh, God, you know something? I'm not feeling it. Here, here's here's Queen, <laughs> you know? Um, but, uh, you know, you have to put on a certain amount of front. We didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. We, we kind of called it as it was, and we were just totally honest. It was a shit day, or it was a great mm-hmm. day, or whatever, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, no, that was a that was a good episode. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Then, yeah, then we had Carl Patterson. Nice guy, Carl. Michael Dare, man, and musician oh, and a lovely guy, called musician, the trauma he yeah. experienced after getting the coward's punch in the back of the head on a night out and mm. you know the, the yeah. trauma and anxiety that that led to Cammy's first appearance episode 21 The Social Dilemma mm-hmm. talking about uh, social media Johnny Crowder mm-hmm. How to Cope Cope Notes oh Cope Notes so, do you know yeah, one thing that's that. one of them ones yeah. that stood out for me and I think I've used it a few times with a couple of clients oh, one great thing I, I got from Johnny I remember still was when talking about your mental health of how you you know you still maintain it so he's like you know if, if you set out to have the whitest teeth you don't stop brushing your teeth <laughs> once you get white teeth mm-hmm. you keep brushing them yeah that that, yeah, that just stood point. out for me I, 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 completely, that a few times. I completely forgot yeah, about yeah. that yeah yeah that is brilliant that was a good yeah. One. yeah we did our mindfulness series yeah uh, sobriety that was cool yeah. enjoyed that Stephen Hannon come on talking about his attempt at suicide after drinking that's right his yeah. sister found him yeah yeah, yeah. That was one you were in. Um, you, you came about that one somehow, or you were no? Con- Stephen got, got in touch, touch with himself. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he got in touch with the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, then we had Pam bipolar, bipolar disorder. Mm-hmm. Pam, as we spoke about already, good crack. Home by right. Sandman. Wasn't wasn't Pam? Pam tried to outrun right the Lewis, Lewis as well, right? didn't she? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> in a manic yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah, God lover. Yeah. yeah, no, she, brilliant she was crack. a brilliant crack, guest. Crack, yeah. yeah. Homeboy Sandman, New York rapper, talking yeah, about his song really Trauma. Enjoyed I that. got trauma from my mama. Yeah. We had Emer, cannabis induced psychosis, mental health and politics, Mike Schlossberg. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, like what a fucking. And this is only like, that's episode 38. Like, what a mixture of fucking mm. guests. Oh, yeah, yeah. Already like. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah, rappers, yeah. politicians, politicians, local councillors, musicians. Yeah. Uh, Just people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, oh, this, people. Uh, Everyday people. This, I you, this is one of the most fascinating ones for me, I think, that one that always resonated with me, was Sean Keyes and Borderline, talking about his grandfather trying yes. to murder his father. Yeah, and his dad Pass, beat the living daylights out of him. him. Was yeah. it? He, he had a great quote, yeah, go on. I had a yeah. dose of the 80s. A dose of parenting in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Again, one of the wow. moments yeah. that stood out for me. Yeah. Uh, Connor Harris from Johnny's, or what was it? That's a, that was a TV show. Davies, toughest, toughest challenge. Yeah. yeah, that was that was cocaine. That was fucking cocked out his head. Meant to be studying for his leaving cert. Yeah, 
Yeah, like I remember he was saying, you know, he he wouldn't leave his room or anything. He'd be just pissing in a bottle, you know, getting his, his meals brought up to him and that. And um, like it was just uh, for such a young mm. man, you know, to go through all that. And um, I think he attempted suicide. Didn't mm. he? Yeah, uh, the overdose yeah, or something. Was, he, had to, he was brought off in an ambulance at one point anyway. Yeah, did he? Was it in the the canal up at the in Dublin? Something that sounds familiar. Was it along yeah, there or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but it, it, you know, such a young man mm. came on, spoke so brilliantly. Mm. Um, but um, but in, an inspiration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah you know, absolutely. an absolute inspiration. So we had community um, work then. Yeah, what an episode with Sarah from Chalk Dara. Right. You know, being in the family mm-hmm. resource centre and all that goes into this was another big one for me. This was definitely one you set up allergies. Oh yeah, Lisa and mm. her her daughter yeah. and, and your own experience with allergies and I was like, fuck mm. me, like this is just anxiety inducing this and this like living living yeah. with that shit every yeah. day is fucking Jesus. Yeah, it's funny because um, I remember saying to you, um, you know, like what can you do? And you were saying, well, just I anxiety now listening yeah. to that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And. Uh, yeah, like it is. And Lisa, like Lisa has a tough, you know, I've stayed in touch with Lisa on and off as well since because I know um, she, um, yeah, I remember I was, I was listening to the radio on the way home from work and Lisa was on News Talk. Mm. You know, it's one of the Ireland's very few national radio stations. It's all just news and um, topics and stuff. But um, Lisa was on a talking about allergies and uh, I sent her a message and said sounded really good for a play to you and she just goes I don't know how they got my number mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and I said well look it's it's a small country mm-hmm. everybody had your number mm-hmm. if they wanted you know what I mean but um, yeah no Lisa's been through a lot alright wasn't there something you you messaged me at one point and goes someone's been listening to the podcast because I'm hearing a lot of our yeah. former guests turning up on radio I don't know how many <laughs> And many of our guests were stolen for radio yeah, in the yeah, end. It's yeah. just, you know, so there, there's somebody listening. Yeah. There's somebody getting their content from us. You I know? Can, but, do you know um, what, man? When, I guarantee we'll never get the fucking credit we deserve for it all. <laughs> not at all. No, no. That was, yeah, that was, but, that was um, an eye-opener one for me. Uh, that was one yeah. where I was like, I'm, well, I'm, I'm sitting I'm, back I'm, here. I'm, you know, you, you, yeah. and, you and Lisa can talk about this. I don't know about this. This is your experience. Mm. Um, well, look, you, let me give you an update on that, actually. Mm. So we, um, you know, at the time, uh, my lad, Cormac, would have been um, allergic to peanut, peas, fish, banana. Uh, oh, geez, was there anything else? But then there's the things that go with that. I mean, the ingredients that end up in food, like pea protein, pea fiber, that go into like chicken nuggets and burgers and all that kind of stuff. And um thankfully we're down to peanut now so Jesus. we've outgrown some of the allergies Brilliant. and we have a good handle on a touch wood actually no that's mds it's not real wood but you know, <laughs> new. But, um you know it but it, it's still you know he still ca- carries epipens everywhere mm. he goes and we still have to double check everything and but it's just the amount of people i know now with kids who have peanut allergies you know it's just it's insane you know, um, but look, it is, yeah, it's it's the anxiety. Like you think, oh, you have an allergy, just don't eat it. Mm-hmm. Not as simple as that, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. but um, like I remember asking Lisa at the time, said, um, you know, 
the awkward conversations you have to have when your child is an adolescent and they're going to a youth disco and they could be getting the shift, getting the shift and yeah, what has that yeah. person been eating and she just goes oh don't talk to me my little one's going into secondary school and i dread having that conversation you know so um yeah, even stuff like yeah. that you, have to, you, have to think of, you know what i mean like imagine meeting up with a young one and you know what i mean getting the chat on you're about to get the shift and you go hold on for a second what do you have for dinner what do you have for dinner <laughs> Fucking mood killer. <laughs> <laughs> Poor young lad going home with blue balls because he fucking had a Snickers bar. <laughs> you had a Chinese grand, yeah. Come here, what did your friend have? You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, so that, that was a that was an eye Big opener. one, yeah. So I went on to money then. I had my own mate, Dave Devine, from Platinum Financial. Talk about the stress, mm-hmm. so, you know, the impact of money on our, our mental health or the lack of it. That, that kind of took a different direction as well mm. because, you know, Dave spoke about um, being caught drink driving as well, mm. the impact that mm. had, you know. So, um, again, that was Dave Dunn. Into... That was Dave Dunn. That was another yeah. Dave. Yeah, that's, that's right. a different Dave. Oh, yeah, sorry. that was, okay, that was Dave. Name. Yeah, okay. that was Dave Dunn yeah. of yeah, his experience uh, getting caught drink driving, and I would kind of probably save them. Ecotherapy with Malachy Dunn, you know, therapy outside. Bipolar Arlene, Arlene Bailey, local local singer in Kildare. I was a big supporter of the the podcast. So at this point, George, I don't think I was on. No, podcast. I was just going to say at this point, George gone. Yeah. So we're we're yeah, into yeah. the fifties now. We had Fraser Morgan. Fraser was on twice. Lovely guy. Uh, fatherhood where Cammy stepped in grief do you know do you know the bizarre thing right I'm just going to cut you off there I've I've listened to them podcasts but sometimes I imagine I was on them podcasts <laughs> no because uh, I'm right there with G you know and I'm listening to it, and I'm thinking to myself fuck up Alan talk about Fraser you know what yeah. I mean no, no I didn't maybe I did but because I was still listening yeah, to it all, yeah. like, I, I just imagined I was there as yeah. well you know? we had grief with Mags Bone my former classmate blindness Heather Hutchinson from Canada Defense mechanisms with Lloyd. Lloyd was in Wales. Perfectionism with Dr. Jane Tornator. She was good crack for an American. <laughs> Shout out to all our Americans. <laughs> but she, she got the Irish humour. Uh, big one, uh, Mark Willin on the inherited family trauma. Uh, was I on you that? You were on that one, I think. That, that was one yeah, of the ones you stepped again, back that's in one for. Of the episodes I think you were I'm actually sure on that one. Just, yeah. Because mm. um, I was just again, I was just engrossed in them that yeah. I just I, I kind of forget I was on. Yeah, let me but, see if uh, yeah you oh yes you were, yeah, yeah you, you were, were jumped you were jumped on for a catch up that was episode sixty one you were you, know, you were a fanboy for I that was yeah time. big time on that yeah yeah, yeah. man I t- I told you going to throw your knickers <laughs> at the screen at one stage <laughs> well dude I'm sitting here in just a towel so I don't even have knickers to throw on <laughs> to throw on anybody here right now. <laughs> uh, childhood abuse Cody fake name. Oh, this one. I know you'll remember this one. Uh, we had Ashley France Howell on, Black Lives Matter. Do you remember the Sundown Towns? Oh, yeah, Sundown Fuck Town. Fuck me, yeah, man. That was one of them big moments. I still haven't heard since, yeah. but yeah, that was... For you know, anyone was, unfamiliar, uh, certain towns in America where if you're black, get the fuck out of Dodge, you know, when it gets unreal. dark because you Absolutely are going to be unreal. facing some trouble. Uh, we had one of our big, one of the big supporters of our of the podcast, Paul. He came on. He told his mental health story. Uh, Paul, who because of the podcast, I have a correspondence to read out. I'll do an intro with the correspondence. Uh, like I said, I'm unfortunately with the setup here. I can't do it here tonight uh, because of my experience. You know, it has led him to around the diagnosis of ADHD, ASD. So again, someone else whose life wow. will be changed because of the because of wow. the podcast. Yeah. He came on told his story. I know. I I, I still follow Paul on. Um, on Instagram, mm. 
and Paul does be in the gym lifting weights. So big shout to you, Paul. Yeah, Paul, personal trainer, physical trainer. We had a Royal Marine sniper, James, the man coach Boardman. He came on. We were talking men's mental health. Berlin Darrow, we were talking about young adulthood, carers, Neve. Neve was a carer for her sister. You know, we typically hear of carers of people looking after their parents. Again, we're, we were telling a different story. What it's like to look after your uh, a sibling. Then we had Aslan. Mm-hmm. We had Billy from Aslan, which is pertinent at the moment, I suppose, because Christy is so ill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Billy Billy was a great mm-hmm. guest. He was, he's just a great talker. Yeah. I mean, that podcast probably around three hours long. That was, a, that was a long one, yeah. You know, yeah. but you could was, just listen. Like, and he's talking about Bono, yeah. and he's talking about Christy, and he's talking about, you know, that that was a brilliant episode. But it goes back to something we mentioned a couple of times. You will listen to somebody talk for hours if they're passionate. Yeah. Oh, I've always, always said passionate. I'm passionate. Billy is just about passionate. people that are passionate about something because you can listen to them. Mm. It's infectious. Yeah. And, and Billy, like after yeah. all these years, is passionate about as. And is passionate about music. Yeah. And it's funny, actually, when I was talking to Billy before the podcast, I said to him, um, I carried out an interview with him for uh, for On Air. And I said, uh, just wondering, would you be up for? And he said, look, I don't really know all that about mental health. But funny enough, you know, what we get into in the podcast mm. relates an awful lot to mental mm-hmm. health. And um, uh, the way he spoke about uh, Chrissy Dignam, and Chrissy's terminally ill at the moment, and uh, at the time he wasn't yeah. he 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 wasn't well, but he it was locked he, he was doing so they well. weren't they were back they, out. they weren't gigging. They were, yeah. yeah, yeah, and um, they were yeah they were just back gigging. I think they no, were, they, they, a the of gigs, gigs lined up, but they weren't. I don't think they were hmm. back yet, or they, they were getting there, or maybe they had one, maybe or two, maybe, but yeah, because I think they were set to go back touring big time, and fucking lockdown happened again, and it was all pulled from underneath them. But the way he spoke about, you know, Christy as like a brother. Mm. Oh, yeah. The affection you know, he had so, for him was just. Uh, absolutely. You know. So, you know, thoughts go out to Billy. Billy's such a lovely guy. Lovely guy, guy yeah. Lovely, lovely man. And, you know, our thoughts go out to him and uh, everybody. Mm. Aslan and Chrissy Dignam's family as well. Mm. So um, We had Anne-Marie on then talking about being a birth mother, giving up a child for adoption uh, in Ireland. An all too familiar story. Followed by Amy, Amy, my friend Brendan, his partner, coming on talking about miscarriage. Amy, Amy, you know, I, I seen some of the correspondence Amy got around that. Uh, and this yeah. is, I wasn't on that episode, but I remember when yeah. that was, you know, it was one of those you were you were stuffed. Yeah, you know, uh, and here, here's another one that really stood out for me because again, I was learning so much. Endometriosis with Carly. Oh yeah, that was fascinating. You know, for any man go back and listen to that episode to see what women go through or for any woman that's experienced endometriosis or bad periods that was that was eye-opening i think i said it at the end of that podcast too where i was like i'm so fucking glad i'm not a woman like you know to go through all of that was horrendous uh we had mark donnelly from how's your head huh clothing brand he was come on he was oh, talking about all his experience of ocd immigration with rocky callan uh, mental health in america author nick daniels um, was it Nick? Let me just check here. Yes, who worked? He had worked with George Floyd. Um, so that was obviously he had his experience to talk about of what it was like when George Floyd was murdered, which obviously led to Black Lives Matter. Um, yeah, yeah. Getting getting through it, like Jesus Christ, man. That's some. That's that's not even the topics we cover. Like this is just guests. Mm. Yeah. 
Uh, oh yeah, but when, when you stand back and have a look at it, it's it, it's amazing. Yeah, you know the yeah. wow psychosis with psychosis. with JD. Uh, next one is your one. You, I know you love this one. Mental health and football. We had my old friend Jim Crawford on. Now currently the oh, Ireland under twenty one yeah. manager. Yeah, doing doing quite well. Yeah. Jim, I'll, I will see Jim now in two weeks' time. I'll give him your regards. We're going playing golf. Oh, please do. Yeah. Will you? Um, yeah. No. What I really love about that is, um, you know, Jim was just he, 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 he's your typical modern manager, where he knows how to inspire mm. people. You know what I mean? He knows how to do that. And I just thought one of the one of the many things I took away from that, but um, one of them was uh, the fact that. You know, years ago, as a manager, you would bollock a player mm. and bollock them and bollock them until they do it right, and that's it. But nowadays, it's completely different. And what he was talking about, the, under, the Republic of Ireland footballers under-21 setup, where Jim is the manager of, he um, he lets them set the values. Mm. And he tells them, well, what do you want to do? Mm. What do you want to be? And then he can always revert back to them and say, well, look, if you want to be the best at this, you have to do this. You know what I mean? So it's not I'm telling you what you're going to be. You're telling me mm. what you're going to be, and it's it's three sixty. So um, you know, amazing. Yeah. So it, it's a great interview. That's a great. I do that was great. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully really Jim can it. inspire and, me to play some good golf in a few weeks' time. I doubt it. <laughs> He's not a fucking miracle worker. <laughs> From from what I remember in that episode, Jim's going to hockey the lot. He haven't never played golf oh, in the last five years. Th- that's every fucking year. It's the same thing. Jim hasn't played since the last time we were in Portugal, and he comes out. He can't hit a driver, and he hits a five iron, and he's smashing it down the middle of the fairway. And you're like, this is just this is an athlete. Like this is a sports star. Just has that hand eye <laughs> yeah, coordination, has the muscle yeah. memory. Yeah, so I'm looking forward. And Jim obviously would have played for uh, Newcastle, play for Newcastle yeah. United. So any Newcastle United fans, um, you'll enjoy that. The stories episode, he has as yeah. well. Uh, I think it was Peter Beardsley. Yeah. Oh, here's me getting into the episode again. <laughs> yeah, Jesus I knew, I but knew I, it. I think, I think it was Peter Beardsley who said um, he used to take him out and just uh, after training, mm. bag of balls, mm. practice with him, you know, and that's just, you know, that, that's brilliant that somebody of that experience, that level can take a young mm. man to one side and go, right, come on, we're practicing. Mm. That's, I love that. And it's something I've got into recently is um, uh, coaching children. Oh, wow. um, yeah, hurling and football. Well, you're kind of, if you stand on the sidelines long they enough, get looking in. bored, they will drag <laughs> you into it, you know. But there, there is something great about it, though, you know, and kind of interacting with mm. them and, um, you know, um, trying to, Trying to inspire them as well. You go, you did brilliant. Well done. I was watching you there mm. earlier, and I heard a parent say that was the best kick they've ever seen. And the kids are just lit yeah, up. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're just <laughs> it's it, it's brilliant. I really yeah. love it now. But um, yeah. Anyways, I digress. Yeah, mother and baby homes. We had Teresa Levine on about she had a documentary around the tune baby home. That was brilliant. That yes. was that was shocking as well. That, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Law enforcement with Linda from South Africa. Cop. And the corruption that went on mm. that led to our getting out of the force. Uh, our one of our most popular, if not the most popular, episode. We had Amy on then, whose boyfriend mm. had uh, killed himself. Yeah. And again, probably one of the most popular topics on narcissism, mindfulness-based stress reduction. Um, that was a guest. I better check that out. I want to give the guest. Oh, Emily. Sorry, yeah, I wasn't wasn't in the headline for some reason. Uh, Richard Capriola, the addicted child. You were gone again then at 87 altogether. Ashing, my former partner, she stepped in then um, with autism. 
that was our first episode. We did a couple of check-in episodes, and they were always my favourite. I always enjoyed them. They were just a bit, a bit of crack between us. Um, and again, they were the ones that fucking people were listening to. <laughs> so, the, the, the soap opera yeah. of our lives. At the psych ward, Peter Box, who was in a... Uh, psychiatric ward he had some good stories to tell <laughs> around that relationship coaching Lisa uh, Jennifer Reeves sleep uh, the killing fields we had Sarah M of how she escaped in Cambodia Ares Ares was this lovely guy I went on his his podcast as well he spoke about growing up without a dad my brother Nicky he was on the impact of bar work I enjoyed yeah. that one actually. Mm, yeah, very interesting. Probably because yeah. I, I know the two E anyways. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I, I enjoyed that though. It was an interesting one. Mm. Um, yeah, that was. A we're good get, one. we're getting into the hundreds now. Hundred and one. Graf Fraser back on owning your mistakes. Uh, losing family to suicide. We had Colin Hughes, whose granddaughter had had killed herself. That was a that was a moving moving episode yeah I remember that Robert yeah. O'Brien I didn't know what to call that one because it could have been around stuttering and it could also have been coming out uh, both both okay. of those yeah so that was a tough one uh, my neighbour Mary LGBTQ parenting uh, being a being a lesbian with a, with a son who is now a teenager or well a man now uh, as far as I remember bipolar Kit O'Malley uh, sex we had a sex therapist Lindsay Murray on being an escort, a sex worker, we had Hannah from Australia. That's That was a very popular one as well. Uh, she spoke about her experience of being a sex worker, which is legal in the state that she is in, in Australia. ADHD with Eric Allen, disassociation with Eric DeRosa, dyslexia, our, our huge supporter, Rachel. Male depression with Neil Kellers, schizophrenia, B. Bauman. B. Bauman. I have to do it every fucking time. <laughs> Can't help it, man. <laughs> Postpartum depression, Suzanne. Uh, cancer with Angelica. Uh, we had an episode there. I'm not going to mention that one. <laughs> Losing a partner, Will Craig, who was on a couple of weeks ago. Parenting ADHD children, Abigail, and last week then we had narcissistic husband with her and Riley. That is, I think, all of our guests that we've had on out of 124 episodes, and then we had just our topics. Is there any? Um, is there any topic? You didn't cover. Oh, there were so many. You want to see the amount? You want to see the amount of guests that I had that were asking to come on. Like, I had to put a po- I had to put a post up the other day going, please, you know, there's going to be no more guests. Can yeah, please, seen please, that. please yeah. stop emailing the podcast. Like, um, but is there any topic? Yeah, attachment. That was yeah, that was the big one covered. I wanted to do. I wanted to do a standalone topic on attachment. Uh, so that was. That was one. what you mean by attachment? Uh, so attachment theory of you know how the kind of parent infant bonding affects us then throughout our or lack of affects us then throughout our life, particularly in uh, romantic relationships between secure attachment and avoidant attachment style or an ambivalent attachment style and stuff like that. Um, so that was one I always I always regretted. Ah oh, man, you have to do it. Nah, Go on, do it nah, now. Go on. Do it now. Go on. Go on. No, that that's really, really interesting. It is really that interesting. Is, yeah. yeah. Wow. Look, look it yeah. up. Look it up on some other podcast, which obviously won't be as good, but look up <laughs> some other podcast. <laughs> yeah. Find it wherever you get so your podcast. So that's it. But then again, man, you know, like we were talking about topics at the start, and then at points we thought, geez, we're gonna roll out with topics. And then, like, they just mm. kept coming. Like, just had guests coming back on. I was like, never would have thought to do an episode on that. Never would have thought yeah. to do an episode on that. Fucking mm. hell, didn't think that was going to go that way. There's the whole other. Yeah. That's a totally different thing than what we thought it was going to be. So, um, It's a fair body of yeah, work, man, you know? It's a fucking fair body of work. 
was there any guest you wanted to get on? Or you would have loved to have on? Uh, ah, sure. You, you know, you have your fucking some of the big some of the big authors and stuff like that you know you'd love to get but you know they would never happen you know so and then as i said to the point their guests were coming to me like you were you remember at the start like we we're fucking scrambling for guests like you know that yeah. that evening oh, that's you're, it, you're, you know. you're rushing around trying to get someone we don't fucking have anyone we make them up with a topic let's come up with a topic mm-hmm. you know and, and then it got to the, be the point of it was like yeah i just I can't. I just can't do it anymore. No, no, no more. Yeah. yeah. Mm. What what's, um, what stands out to you from the whole lot? Man? Uh, Are you proud of it? Do you stand over it? Is it, is it something you got? I'm, what what a job! Would it? Yeah, absolutely. I'm very very proud of it. And you know, I've spoken to people about it since I finished up my role in it. And you know, maybe a conversation I'd have with somebody else, and I go, actually, we spoke to somebody on a podcast called Straight Talking Mental Health, and blah blah blah. Um, you know, I, I stand by it a hundred percent. I mean, what it's done, what it's achieved, well, it's it's kind of overachieved <laughs> from what mm-hmm. we expected. Um, no, I'm very, very proud of it, and I'm, I'm proud of the impact it had on uh, listeners who got in touch, and I'm, I'm proud of the impact it had on on us as well. You know what I mean? The, as I was saying to you earlier, the amount of things that have stemmed from it is just is mind blowing. Um, Any regrets? One, Anything you do? Regret yeah, about one one regret I have is that we never got to record a live podcast mm. in front of an audience. Yeah. I would have loved that. that I remember you we, know. we talked about that. So, you know, just, you yeah. know, if we can grow this a bit now, I, I would have, I would have mm. loved to have done that. Yeah. yeah, to get a nice venue or yeah. something, like a pub somewhere, yeah. and get a setup, yeah. the few people in, have a bit of crack. Um, the reality of it yeah. is, though, man, and it has always been the case. Our biggest listenership has always been the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you hardly have a final tally, you know. It, it, or you, it, you, you, you... it only gives the last two years on our podcast oh, God provider. Damn. Yeah. Um, let me let me get it here. I I, I remember check. I think I checked last week, and I think it was still the UK was still the biggest. Yeah, it only gives the last twenty four months. And let me try a custom one. Of, while yeah. you're doing that, yeah, I have I, a, I have a rile by oh, the way. Go for it. Oh, go for it. Is it yeah. me? <laughs> Is it being back talking to me? Man United are losing 2-0 for Jesus' sake. <laughs> since I gave up this podcast, Man United have been doing brilliant. But now, since I've come back in the bloody podcast, they're losing 2-0. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm, I'm last. I'm never doing it again. Yeah. Never. Well, there you go. Well, you can stand by it now. <laughs> <laughs> you won't have the chance to. Um, yeah, it, it only gives me the last two years. Uh, but mm. United Kingdom, then Ireland, United States, Australia, Canada, Bahrain. That one always fucking baffles me. New Zealand, South Africa. That's a VPN. <laughs> That's crazy. Like. It has to be. <laughs> crazy. New Zealand, South Africa, Germany, India, Gibraltar, Hungary, Jamaica, France, Netherlands, Poland, Spain, Sweden, Colombia, Belgium, Thailand, Russia, Italy, Philippines, Portugal, Mexico, Romania, United Arab Emirates, Singapore, Norway, Finland, Denmark. Look, man, that's that's just going to fucking keep scrolling, 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 scrolling. Mm. They're they're the Amazing. countries we've we've reached in the world, like and that like I said, that's only two years. The podcast is going nearly three years, but unfortunately, mm. um, that's that's all I can. That's all we get with our with the with the provider. But never mind, never mind what I took from the podcast. What did you take from the podcast? Uh, like I said, those um, those episodes where I learned something. 
then ones like the allergies or the endometriosis or stuff like that. And like that's why I love my job, like because I'm curious about people. Mm. And you hear these stories of that you wouldn't. And maybe look at Anna says like maybe it's an autism thing where you just love information. Like give me all the all the information. You know, I'll take that all day. Um, yeah, there you go. Sorry, see, fucking daddy duty never stops, man. <laughs> Welcome to single yeah. fatherhood. <laughs> um, yeah, those ones where where I learn stuff. You know, you just like that's again. So where would you get to talk to someone about endometriosis or allergies or? You know, mm. to hear some of these amazing stories, to find out about Sundown Towns, to, you know, that, I've always loved that. But my biggest regret has always been the podcast never did more. Like, you know, you have all these hopes for it that, geez, you know, fucking get a massive audience, you know, increases popularity. And I think I've said it on the podcast, I'm going to be an episode 100 of going like, you know, then I'm going, is it me? You know, is this again, people don't get me or I don't know how to relate to people or, you know, personalizing this. And again, you know, that that carries through again. Like, you know, is, is that it? Is, is that why it never grew to the lengths I wanted it to? Or is it just a standard that I hold myself to? And, you know, just that stuff just has rang true throughout the whole podcast. So that's, that's always my biggest regret was that. I, I, as I, I kind of said it facetiously earlier, I don't think this podcast will get the credit that it deserves for, for what we've done. Because of that lack of... But at of the same time, I mean, you, you talk about numbers there, you know, the final figures for all our listenership, would you like to stand in front of them and give them a speech? Or would you be shitting the brick well, uh, well, <laughs> with the amount of people? I'll, I'll, well, I can I can get some stats here from from Spotify. Now, again, this is just Spotify, so this isn't iTunes, this isn't the other... Locations that people listen to and the individual listeners just on Spotify. So this is unique individuals was was almost ten thousand. That's ten thousand different people. Yeah, um, and that's that's just Spotify. So you know, I think that's yeah, that's that, that's a good number. But again, I'd be like. <laughs> just not good enough not good enough just just wanted more you know um, and do you find that you know looking back at it now um, you know the standards you set is that your autism kicking in a little bit where you're going is it me nah probably My is problem? yeah can yeah. I not connect with people yeah, or, oh, you know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, really? the def- okay. there's definitely that element of going this this is my everyday life do I not fit in do people not get me do I not get people you know, what, why does it have to be such hard work to talk to people? You know, um, so 100% there's definitely that. Yeah. But like I said, you know, just from Spotify, 10,000 unique listeners. That's not including like people that listen to every single episode. Or, yeah, you know. yeah. And interestingly, the, the, so overall, so I can get overall from Spotify, the gender, 49 female, 48 male. The husband kind of 50-50. It always, yeah. some days yeah. it was like 54, 46, uh, 1% non-binary, 2% non-specified. Uh, highest listenership age category, 28 to 34. Next one, 35 to 44. Next one, 45 to 59. Um 
Again, Spotify, stats, United Kingdom, Ireland, United States, Australia, Canada, New Zealand. The interesting thing about that is when we started out the podcast, we said, let's be a mental health podcast for men. Well, we we certainly had a heavy influence on it. It's like, we're two men, like, so let's let's try and reach as many men as we can. And I'd say, if I was the guest, I'd say we probably had more female guests. Yeah. I had a guest, I think there's probably more. Yeah, it's just the way it went. Yeah, really. yeah. You know, yeah. we were getting a lot of female listeners, yeah. so we said, right, okay, well, we, we can't ignore this. We yeah. can't alienate. I'm proud of that. You know, I'm, prou- I'm proud of so. the, yeah. the women's topics that we covered. As I said, two men go Milan yeah. and God. Yeah, you know, we, we'll talk about miscarriage. We'll, we'll talk about endometriosis. We'll talk mm-hmm. about, you know, being a birth mother. You know, yeah. So that, that, that yeah. side so certainly stand over. Mm, definitely. Absolutely. Um, Never say never, though. You never know. Nah. <laughs> I'm dumb, man. It's the same. Same as the music. Same as the acting. And this, again, is probably the autism. When, when I'm done, I'm done. You know, with this, doing it, doing it on my own, like this this format. Um, and, like, as I said, not, not including the work, but the expense. The amount of money I've, I've pumped into this, man, over the years is, you know, it's a, it's a substantial figure, like. <laughs> Mm. Oh no, I, I hear you. Yeah, I know. Like, I know we. Yeah, and, that, yeah, and you know we, we used to split that cost at the start, and but then you know buying microphones, buying cameras, buying the, the format we use here, Riverside, paying for that every month, the editing software for videos, the editing software for the social media posts. You know, and then the yearly, like the the web the website hosting, the podcast hosting, the domain names, the you know, it's just. And yeah. like never, never looked never, for a penny, never looked, never looked to earn a penny out of the podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually turned down sponsorship on the podcast from some fake fucking diet bill from the, from the podcast <laughs> host. Like, you know, yeah. so it, it, it was a lot, it was an awful lot time wise and financial wise yeah. at the end. And I always justified it with the crack, you know, when it was me and you mm-hmm. loved it, when it was me and the co-host and ones with Ashling loved it like. You know, loved having the co-host, love having the banter back and forth. And then when that went, my, my interest just, just dwindled. Gradually, 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 gradually. That's the thing. I mean, if you had somebody that kind of could do a bit of the work and say, right, I've set you up with an interview with such and mm. such, come mm. in here and record, there's a couple of bullet mm. points. Great. And, and you know, you know like, fair play, and, you know, give give Ashley full credit. Like she was brilliant at she'd get a lot of uh, a lot of guests off TikTok and stuff like that. She'd reach out to them and you know, she she grew the TikTok channel to, to what it was, like over three thousand. Because, you know, I never went near it. Nothing really since. So, you know, full full credit to her. And but you know what, that's not easy either. Like, you know, there's there's stuff there with my ex girlfriend in the world, you know, around our relationship and you know, that's that's out there now forever yeah so yeah that's... and that's the thing i mean you know to, to come on and kind of bury your soul in mm. that sense as well mm. and say right but look this is but i mean people probably love to hear that you probably got great feedback oh to, on those episodes oh yeah mm. yeah to, to, they, those ones I, I couldn't believe it like just to check an episode mm. like, let's have a kind of broad kind of topic but let's just talk yeah and because that was it like i didn't have to do any research i didn't have to do anything i was like let's just come on have the chats yeah, you know, and there's fucking crack. times yeah. like we would have been killing each other. <laughs> I, remember, yeah. I like I remember episodes. I remember there was an episode planned. As they all will do this, gonna be the first YouTube one. Like, and I was like, I need to stop. Like, your fucking face, just 
<laughs> like, we need to stop. <laughs> and, you know, but there was times where, you know, we'd be having an argument and we'd record and that was enough that I'd break the ice and stuff like that. And then we were, then we were grand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're okay. Yeah. Or sometimes yeah, yeah. the camera yeah. would stop or the, the hit stop and we'd carry on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so fucking don't believe the hype everyone like you know <laughs> yeah but they're i mean they were they were trivial sort of bits like um mm. but like i said my previous relationship was out there in the world like and uh, you know full yeah. full fucking gratitude to ashling for coming on um and doing that because it was really out of comfort zone and yeah true you know talking about those personal things and uh she did it for me like you know she knew how much the podcast meant to me and she goes oh you know i'll I'll do it if I can help. I will, and um, you know, just full credit to her for that. Like you know, mm. I just really couldn't falter in in that sense. And you know, when we got back together, I was like, yeah, we can't, we can't go back again. Like we can't go back to, to doing this again. And she was like, you know, what are you gonna do with the podcast? I'm like, oh, I'm just I'm not fucking enjoying it. Like you know, mm. I was like, look, to be honest, I said the ones I enjoyed the most was just the checking episodes where we just come on and had the chats and. You know, and I was investing something because it was like kind of our podcast, you know, and it was like, mm. yeah, fucking let's let's do this. Like, let's, you know, set up the studio at home and uh, to, that looked really yeah, well, by the way. So, that was that was a great job. Yeah, And that's like, again, that's more money invested. That's and that's mm-hmm. and that was a part that was an element of the podcast. Then I'm going, I fucking invested all this money in it. Like, mm-hmm. do, do I just stop? <laughs> You know, so it's kind of like, do I continue fucking banging my head against the wall when I have a headache just because I've built mm. this wall and it's there to bang my head against or what What do I do with it? Like, you know, so, um, yeah, but look, there's good stuff there. And, you know, I suppose that last time of just acknowledging uh, the, the effort that Ashing made just, you know, yeah. to support me in it because it was it was something that, that I believed in. And look, it's unfortunate. Things didn't work out. We, the podcast has run its course. <laughs> I walk into the forty-sixth mm. year on the planet. With God knows what, like you're tying it up nicely. And yeah, yeah. Like your forty-sixth birthday. Yeah, that, that just happened to be the case. Like, yeah, it was only last week. But before the last one, I was like, "Fuck, I must let them know when the next one comes out." And I was like, "Oh, fucking episode one two five on the twenty-fifth, <laughs> my birthday." Yeah. So. Because <laughs> even at that, I was like, I'll keep it going, I'll keep it going until, it was it June or something we released them, or the end of May or something, we released the very first ones, it was something like that, wasn't it? I think you're right, yeah. yeah I was yeah. like, oh, I'll, keep, I'll keep it going that long, and then it just got to the point where it's like, I just can't, just, I just haven't yeah. got it in me to go that long, and I was like, just, just mm. done. Yeah, I remember having that moment in the office one day, I was just looking at it, I, was, I don't know what it was, but I was just, yeah, I'm done, I'm done, that's it, I'm done. I think I said it out loud to myself. I'm done. Mm. And, you know, you've often heard of people saying stuff like, you know, there's no such thing as failure. You know, you kind of learn from Mm. mistakes and you you move on. And, you know, you hear of so many, say, actors who've been in many a shit film till one good one comes along. Um, you know, you've heard of musicians releasing singles, releasing albums, nothing. Then all of a sudden, an opportunity comes up, or whatever, or somebody spots them and gives them a a chance. Would that ever reignite your passion to do a podcast again? Oh, I'd hundred percent do a else. podcast again. Yeah, I'd love to. Like, if 
you know, if they do something with a co-host, no problem at all. You know, where I don't have to carry carry the, the burden of the whole lot, like. I, I do that, like. Where I can just come on for like this, come on an hour and a half, two hours, have the chats. Happy fucking day. Love it. Brilliant. All day long. Right, yeah. You know, and I'll go on podcasts. I've a load of people to get back to about being a guest on podcasts, and, and I'll do that, like, you know. Oh, let, let them yeah. let them carry the workload. Mm, yeah. And so for somebody who has his finger on the pulse of what's going on in the nation in terms of mental health, how are things looking? See, it's hard to tell now because it's coming into the summer. <laughs> People are in better form. Really? Yeah, yeah. 100%. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reverse will be true once the clocks go back. You know, because when people can get out for a walk at 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock in the evening and it's bright out, people can finish working at 5 o'clock and go out for a round of golf. You know, it's 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 very seasonal. Now, look, I'll always, I'll always be busy, but I go from flat out to, to very busy. You know, and then back to flat out. But uh, once it comes into the summer, it has a massive impact on people's health. Wow. You know, like that, you can be out in the garden cutting the grass. Whereas, and uh, my own my own garden was a testament to that. Like, you know, when I, I would have been travelling up to the north at the weekend, so I wouldn't get to cut the grass. Or, you know, if I'm off early one day during the week, just been pissing rain, can't cut the grass. The next thing, the fucking grass is six inches long. Like, you know, whereas now, mm-hmm. that's fucking still bright yeah, at nine o'clock, so I can cut the grass or, you know, whatever maybe. Little yeah. things like that, and then the again the garden looks nice. I'm like, oh, no, I'm happy with that. Though. That's you know that was class. Little little things yeah. like that, you know, they, they make all the difference for people. Wow. Um, one of the things I love to hear was, you know, you, you often start out with uh, with a sentence like, uh, "Well, I actually had a client who," and then you go into like a great story mm-hmm. about. Like one of the, one of them that sticks out is the story you told about the, the letter you got mm. that you have framed mm. in your office. Mm. Has there been any more uh, instances like that, or occasions where you go, "Wow," or we've made a big breakthrough? And yeah, you know, you can nearly yeah. walk away from the office, smile on your face, rubbing your two hands together, going, "Brilliant yeah. job!" Yeah, I think I spoke I spoke recently of a client that I had who had been in a mother and baby home, you know, as as from a baby up to the age she got kicked out at like when you're 16 or 18 when the state that were no longer paying the mother and baby home like you know so the nuns kicked them out uh, because they weren't making any money off them um you know she came in at 72 and helping her through that like you know like wow fucking amazing like you know and seeing seeing that change in her and seeing that progress yeah that's they're the privileged positions that you get to be and to, mm. to help people, like you know, keep people alive. You know, the client there during the week. You know, again, she's alive because of because of me, like you know, and so where else do you get that? Like, where else do you get to make such an impact? Yeah, and then then you get Absolutely. ones like you know that people finish up and you go, no, no, fucking that didn't that didn't go great, like you know, uh, they just finished. Uh, they decided they didn't want anymore. Yeah, or, you know, wasn't working for them or stuff going, like that. So you go, okay. well, they just fucking vanished. All right, that's, I guess, didn't do anything there. And then someone okay. someone will come in three years later and go, oh, you seen you seen my friend there a couple of years ago. She said you were brilliant and you really helped her and you turned her life around. I was like, I thought she fought. I thought there was nothing happening there. 
that's an interesting yeah. one because yeah. you know similar to like if you're a general practitioner i you know you'll go into the doctor and you'll go there's a problem here or whatever mm. the doctor go right well there's a prescription for whatever mm. And you never know if you fix the person mm. or not because mm. nobody comes back to the doctor and goes, fair play to you because that you recommended, it worked. And so the doctor can go, oh, well, it's interesting because then I can pass mm. it on to somebody else or whatever. Or, you know, so it's the same with yourself to an extent. You don't kind of go, you don't have the big handshake moment at the end of the very mm. last session and somebody said, thanks very much. You know, you've done, you've turned my life around. Good luck. And they walk mm. off into the sunset. Some people would just finish up and you think, oh, I think we're done there, yeah. but they were done. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, you're, okay. you have these ones where, you know, if you get a great haircut, you know, I always go to the same barber. You know, if I was like, oh, yeah, go down to Colin there. You know, Colin was sort of fucking savage. Love me hair. You're still going to Colin, going to Colin. Yeah, yeah, I was in with him. Fair play. I was in with him. Big shout to Colin. I can see, huh? yeah. I can see. I'd say about four days ago. Two days ago. Two days ago, yeah. Got oh, two skin days phase, ago, yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm here talking about Colin. How many people go out there and go, Oh, you know what? Jesus was fit to kill me sat there and I went down to Alan Clark and they sorted me out. People don't do that. Like. <laughs> you know, or you go to a good mechanic, go to Yuri there. Jesus, Yuri, you're fucking right, lad. Now he sorts out there. Great price. You still going to Yuri as well? Yuri. I'm fucking loyal, man. I am loyal. I'm telling you. <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But you know, people don't do that. People, again, still aren't talking about mental health, still aren't acknowledging I needed to go to therapy I was in a bad way people still see it as a weakness you know people still see it as a dirty secret but there, there is a shift there's a hundred percent definitely a shift of people being more open about it but Jesus it's fucking miles off miles off yet like wow the younger ones I tell you the fucking teenagers and those ones in the early 20s you see it in them they're way more open about it excellent that's what we want you know Definitely. Um, yeah, it's um, the um, fundraising night we did, um, we spoke about mm. there at the start of the episode. Um, uh, a girl came up to me uh, that night when we'd finished, we'd kind of wrapped everything up and um, she said, uh, oh, thanks very much for everything. I, I don't know the girl. I wouldn't remember if she stood in front of me. But she said, uh, thanks very much for everything you've done tonight and raising me. I said, oh, not at all. Like, it's a great cause. She goes, it's a brilliant cause. She said, um, um, I I went to counselling after my, my dad had passed away. She says, the best thing I've ever done. And that's oh, great to hear. Great to hear it's work for you. She was absolutely brilliant. And then she just walked away. And that was it. You know, so... I don't know. Mm. I don't know who she is. I, I couldn't tell you who it is, but for somebody to kind of come up and go like in a pub mm. where this took place and um, she was able to say, you know, I, I went to counseling for grief and uh, it worked. So thanks very much for everything you've done tonight and that. And, you know, you wouldn't normally get it. You'd probably get it off people mm. who go, hey, see your man there. He's a psychotherapist. <gasps> yeah, yeah. I suffer from anxiety. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to have a cup of tea. I, uh, <laughs> I got better at that though. You know, at the start, obviously, when in my training, there's many a night I fucking lost, cornered in a pub, people spilling their guts to me. But you know, you get better at managing that. Like, oh, well, I give yeah. you numbers from there. Now you give them a. You give them a ring. Yeah. Actually, true. I remember one. Yeah, I remember yeah. myself and my old mate Dave Devine on our money episode. We went to see Darren Kennedy and Mumford and Sons in Malahide Castle a few years ago. And 
you told this story already on a podcast. Go Did on. I tell it? For anyone who didn't hear it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we were, we were there, Johnny Gig, and we just, we just got chatting to these girls that were beside us and we were yapping away. And, uh, you know, they were saying today, oh, what do you do? He's like, oh, I'm financial advisor, blah, blah, blah. And they were chatting away to that. And they were like, oh, what, what do you do? And I was like, oh, what do you think I do? And uh, she was like, oh, electrician or something like that. I, I just laughed. Like, I was like, ah, no, I wouldn't be acting like that. Like, and I, was, I had no, no intentions of telling them what I did. Like, and next thing they were like, oh, he's a counselor, he's a psychotherapist. Oh, that was it. That was fucking it. <laughs> One of the girls was drunk, and uh, I had to got to the point where I had to say it at the time ago. We'll say, Janet. We'll say, Janet. This probably isn't the best time. Do you know what we'll do? Have a few drinks and enjoy the music. And if you want to talk to someone, give me a shout on Monday. And I'll sort you. I'll give you a load of names, mm. and you can go and talk to them. <laughs> but I looked at him. I was yeah, like, yeah. Fuck you anyway. Yeah. No fair play to you, dude. And look, I tell you what, we'll we'll wrap up the podcast because I have to hit the hay very shortly. You're up early. I'm out of a, out of about seven hours yeah, sleep. Yeah. And um, but look, um, fair play to you, dude. You carry the torch for the whole thing like the, the body of work you you've put there is just it, it's incredible and even long after you've shut the microphone off people are going to pick up on it and it is going to change other people's lives as well so that body of work will stay there for many a year and uh it'll still do some incredible work to people and we mentioned it before as well about the fact that you never know the impact you have on people's lives yeah. you never know the change you've made the difference you've made you know just like people will never know how they they've impacted your life you know because we don't tell people enough do you remember our tell them thanks yeah, campaign yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh, so you know kind of looking back on that a little bit so you know fair play to you you did incredible work so amazing and it's been a, an absolute pleasure it's been my counseling at times as well if you listen back to some of the episodes <laughs> so uh you know amazing work so i'm super proud of you dude Absolutely. i'm super proud that you're you're a good mate of mine I'm super proud of the work you've done and uh, never say never. Never, <laughs> never say never, dude. Never. never say never. Well, you approached and, me, uh, so thanks to you, dude. You know, you, you put the idea to me. You know, and, you know, it's great for us to reconnect in, on, in a different avenue, you know, outside of the music and something we both moved on from and, you know, to have this and to get the chat weekly, you know, for all those weeks, we'll want to be made. So I was like, this class, fucking love it. Now you get to spend more time yeah. with me on Sunday than I do. So... <laughs> he's yours now <laughs> that's true <laughs> you can have him <laughs> sometimes it's like talking to you anyways I'm sitting there listening to him give out and moan and I go this is fucking Alan <laughs> Jesis Christ <laughs> a big shout to Cammy. yeah big shout out to Cammy. <laughs> it's great great crack and uh, he got to go to fucking it's always sunny podcast I've seen that. Yeah, lucky <laughs> lucky mother yeah yeah, yeah yeah so uh yeah yeah what i love him to go to that yeah i completely forgot it was on Jesus. <laughs> not that i can afford to go anywhere else you've been all like over the place crazy social yeah, life exactly. in the last two months you yeah. know but uh yeah so uh no it's been an absolute pleasure Absolutely never, never say never and you look if something else pops up then um You'll tell everybody on this medium first. Now, well, yeah, look, the, the social media yeah. stuff will still be there and on, so we'll keep, we'll keep, that, mm. keep that active. Good stuff. Um, any words of wisdom? No, I'll you, man. I'll let you, I'll let you, let us, let you give some, some words of wisdom there. I'll, I'll probably have to plug in an outro or something here. So, um, oh, fair enough. Yeah. Right, so look, in the... Um, 
the immortal words of John Candy be the change you want to see in the world. <laughs> be the change you want to see in the world. Good advice, whether it's John Candy or Gandhi, one of them, whoever said it, or whoever Peter thinks said it, it is still good advice. You want a good world, folks, be a good person. I said earlier I didn't know what I was going to do around this. Should I write something? Should I prepare something? Or should I just speak from the heart? And speaking from the heart is what I've always done in this podcast. I've always been open around my own mental health, around my own experiences. Uh, I've never shied away from difficult topics. I've always been open. That's been the title of the podcast, Straight Talk and Mental Health. And I'm just going to, I suppose, straight talk for my final words of wisdom, for what it's worth. Even as I say this, it feels a little bit weird. Uh, feels a little bit egocentric. And, you know, that's, I suppose, maybe it's been the problem, is that I was never egotistical enough in pushing it, in pushing the podcast. Um, always felt kind of self-indulgent to be trying to sell myself, knowing how little I do know. I know how much I don't know, so I couldn't speak as an expert on most things. But I was always happy to share my experience of my life, of my relationships, of my parenting, or of my clinical practice. And throughout all of that, folks, um, I think I was asked before on a podcast. I can't remember. I was a guest on a podcast before. And I think I was asked this question of, you know, what's it about or what's life? or like, I can't remember how it was phrased. Life, in my experience, comes down to love. I've seen people destroyed by the lack of it, that lack of love that they may have experienced in childhood that's led to addictions, that's led to toxic relationships, that's led to death, that's led to psychiatric problems. The love that they needed, if they experienced it in younger life, I believe would have sustained them throughout later life. And by the same token, I've seen people turn their life around with the experience of love, whether that's through the love of a partner or the love of a support group or something like that. I think if we could all love each other a little bit more and act from a place of love a little more, I think we would all be the better for it. Something I've uh, had a chat with a couple of clients about recently is this kind of philosophy that I've, I've kind of developed. And this is this has come from, you know, I guess a, a decade of private practice, you know, sitting with, oh God, however many clients, thousands and thousands and client hours, you know, tens of thousands maybe. Um, I don't think, I don't think life is about happiness. I've been coming around to the idea that, you know, happiness is fleeting. You know, something happens, we get happy and that declines and we come back to our and we come back to our baseline level by all means we should all strive to be happy but it's not the be all and end all because it is fleeting and very often more often than not it's the pursuit of something that makes us happy so i think stop chasing happiness is something i can say because in my experience the clients that i've seen that have that i suppose paradoxically are the happiest are the ones that are content and I think life comes down to contentment. Just enjoying what you have, being content in what you have, not striving, you know, by all means have goals, by all means have a purpose, work towards something. Uh, but just remember that happiness is fleeting. It ups, it downs, and life is ups and downs. And very often I've had clients talk about, oh, I thought I was doing great. I was flying along there the last few weeks or the last few months. And, and now all of a sudden I'm fucking feeling shit again. And I'm like, yeah, that's life. Life is ups and downs, you know, but what we can do is we develop those coping strategies to get us through, you know, and yeah, we might take a step back, we might take a couple of steps back, but we're never going back to zero. We've made an awful lot of progress along the way. I know a lot of people have taken a lot from the podcast. 
that has helped them with their mental health, that has helped them in their relationships, that has helped them with their families, that has just helped them to be a better person, to be more content. And that has meant an awful lot to me over the last three years. Um, to know that there's lives out there that myself and all our co-hosts have touched on, it means a lot. You know, I'm sorry I couldn't do more. I'm sorry. Um, and it's probably the biggest regret that the podcast didn't do more. And as I said, that's probably a failing on my own part of just feeling so uncomfortable and trying to sell myself because I know how little I know. So uh, I found it hard to speak as an expert on, on particular things. I probably didn't have the balls to sell myself the way the podcast needed to be sold. And I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry I couldn't reach more people. I'm sorry the podcast is finishing when it is finishing. I have enjoyed it immensely. And it is emotional. You know, I can feel myself. I can feel it building up inside that the podcast didn't do more. That didn't help more people. But I'm glad I could help some people. I know there's people in the world who I'll never meet, who I'll probably never even hear from, that the podcast has affected them. And we can all do that. We can all make a difference in the world. Just act from that place of love because in the end of the day all you need is love and if you have it give it so thank you again folks thank you for the last three years thank you for sticking with me and all of the co-hosts over the last 125 episodes it's been tough work at times but i hope it's meant something to you and if it has you still can let me know so i'm gonna sign off folks not saying I'll be back, same bad time, same bad channel. But what I will say, as I always say, for now and for always, look after yourself and look after each other. And thank you.